Ye come seek an adventure in salty old podcasters, eh? Sure, ye come to the proper place. But keep a weather eye open, mates, and hold on tight, with both hands if you please. There'll be foul language ahead, and adult humor, and Davy Jones waiting for them what don't obey. Dead men tell now Sorted, but you'll be rewarded when at last I am given my dues. And injustice deliciously squared, be free <laughs> Hello everybody and welcome to episode 18 of Three Sheets to the Mouse. We're five average guys with love for all things Disney. Joining me on this week's show are four guys seeking adventures in salty old pirates. Tim. Yo. Mikey. Ho. <laughs> Jason. Cheers. And Adam. Yo ho. <laughs> We're here to talk to you about Disney parks, Disney booze, and a little bit of debauchery in between. So sit back, relax, pour yourself a double whack of grog, and enjoy the adult side of Disney with three sheets to the mouse. Uh, speaking of grog, is anyone does anyone know exactly what goes into grog? I do not. I, it's a mess. It's just like it's whatever the hell you want it to be, from what I understand, and juice. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like lime, uh, rum, and ale, and mixed in like mixed all together. It it does not sound good at all. My first uh, experience with, you know, the word, even grog, was from some old computer game from way back in the day. <laughs> and uh, Monkey Island. Monkey Island, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I love that game. They actually and, redid it on um, the PlayStation. And the Xbox. I played it again there, but that's where <laughs> I had heard what grog was. And I just naturally assumed, okay, grog, I, my brain equated grog to beer. Um, but so help me if I ever called whatever my dad was drinking in the garage, you know, a bottle of grog, he, I'm sure he would have had no idea. He would have thought I was talking, you know, about something from fucking Star Trek because he, we watched a lot of Star Trek growing up. Oh yeah. My dad was always watching Star Trek too. I love Star Trek. I, that's a deep, dark click hole that we could go down right here. Yeah, it's not. Uh, We do it with Star Wars. We don't need to do it with Star Trek. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I did Um, mention Star Trek last week. Yes, you did. And by the way, but by accident. Road, so, but you said by it by way, accident. Mikey, I, I got to thank you for posting that uh, that Twitter exchange between Mark Hamill, Nathan Hamill, and William Shatner. <laughs> that, <laughs> was awesome. that was hysterical. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, so the Royal Navy's grog recipe it, it's uh, it's lemon juice, water, rum, and cinnamon. I mean, strike me if strike me wrong, but. I don't really feel like drinking that shit. I'm down. I, I would mean, try yeah, it. Mikey will drink anything, including I would try it. duct tape $3 wine. That was well, a, a good of, bottle of wine. A lot of your uh, drinks at um, Trader Sam's have a lot of cinnamon. A lot of them have some sort of cinnamon in it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to go down there. That's what that. sparks that's, that's the Oa when you get it too. It's actual cinnamon when they throw it into the on fire one five one. That's yeah. what actually sparks it up. 
So, uh, Jason, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, Bach grog? Lager. No, I went with the Bach Lager. Bull Falls Brewery, my local brewery. A Bach? Good stuff. A Bach. Mikey, what do you got? Something uh, classier? I'm just drinking a Manhattan. And yeah. uh, I, But what's classy, and you probably can't can't tell, but oh, you can kind of see it, that this is my... Batman uh, glass. Batman, Batman forever. Glass. From uh, McDonald's? Uh, McDonald's. McDonald's. Yeah, that's what I'm drinking it out of. I, I we got, still have them somewhere. I got the Riddler on one side and the you know the the the, the Cape Crusader on the other. So okay. yeah, I'm classing it up. Holy crap! I remember seeing that movie about fifty times because my cousin uh, Brian, who's now the Imagineer, is uh, his his favorite comic book character is Batman. And so we went to go. He came he came over uh, for the summer and like stayed with us for like two weeks. And uh, we must have seen that movie at least five or six times in two weeks. You were like two when that movie came out, weren't you? No. It was like <laughs> 12. You know, I, I enjoyed uh, Jim Carrey as the Joker. I, I thought Uma Thurman as Poison the Riddler was maybe the wrong. Wasn't he the Riddler? Yeah. He I'm sorry. Guy. I said Joker. Well, you know, Riddle is kind of a joke. Um, I get I get my fandoms mixed up because we're and in I a think it was it, that was the one with uh, the Riddler and then Tommy Lee Jones's Two Face I think Tommy think Lee's Two Face which was yeah. trying to Dick Tracy yeah. and um, then like I said you had Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy which I just never could get into her no yeah she's not got a, I'm a, not an Uma Thurman fan not a big fan of her her prominence is very prominent mm-hmm. yeah. Tim and Adam what do you guys have tonight I'm drinking McCallum Twelve Double Cask nice. Which, I started with two fingers. I got a f- uh, finger left. You got one finger left. Yeah, I might. I might need a refill. <laughs> he wants more fingers. Yeah, <laughs> bazinga. <laughs> Adam, what do you have tonight? I got the Knob Creek. Single barrel. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm drinking tonight. I'm drinking some Wiggle, uh, some Wiggle rye whiskey from Monongahela. Uh, this was a gift from uh, a couple guys I know. Real assholes, though. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Heard that but title. It, it's uh, it's a Pittsburgh whiskey, uh, straight rye, uh, eighty-four proof. It's a small batch, twelve uh, aged in new oak barrels for twelve months. Really good. Not not a lot of bite to it. Um, nothing nothing overly like overly malty about it. It's pretty good rye whiskey. Mm-hmm. Been a lot of whiskey getting posted in the group here in the last. Uh... Yeah, you know, we got to stop telling our fans about the small volume shit because they're going to buy it up and we're going to not be able to get it anymore. So going to the – but let me ask you guys a question on the whiskeys. Is you're, you're drinking a rye whiskey right now. Uh-huh. Now, what is the comparable flavor to um, Tim's that you're dr- drinking? A, is that a whiskey that you're drinking or is that a scotch? Or, I mean, I He's drinking a scotch whiskey, which – okay, so, so Tim's, Tim's scotch whiskey is straight up malted barley. All okay. scotch is always malted barley. Uh-huh. Um, if it's if it comes from Scotland, it's called Scotch whiskey, and it has to be malted barley. Uh, rye and it doesn't little, have an e in the name, right? It doesn't have an e right. in the name either. Um, rye whiskey is made with a rye grain instead of the barley grain. Uh, it, there's probably, I mean, I can taste. There's probably forty uh, percent corn in this. So rye whiskey is made with rye and other grains as well. So this is probably be 51% has, rye, correct? It's, it's at least 51% rye. Okay. It's probably got some corn in here. The, you, the corn gives it a little sweetness to it. Um, the rye is usually like a, uh, 
What's the best way to describe how rye tastes? Not really peppery. I, I'd say it's probably like, it's like a dry grain alcohol. I don't know. That's the best way I can describe it. And so Tim's is probably a little uh, vanilla, more vanilla flavored. Whereas yeah. this is a more sweet corn flavor. Versus Adam's bourbon. Adam's bourbon is is, is definitely 100% sweeter. corn. Yeah. Yeah, it's 100% corn. corn. Yes. Gotcha. Because I know you fuckers, there's some fucker out there that wants to know. <laughs> and now we and both know. It was it, all it, covered in a video that I shared. Yeah. It was. <laughs> <laughs> it's also very regional as to what people yeah. call it. Yeah. So it, 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 you can have a bourbon, and people can call it a whiskey. It's basically yeah. dependent on where you're coming from. Well, it's all it's all in the same family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, a, a bourbon is generally from. All right, so the original title for bourbon came from Bourbon County, Kentucky, which yeah. is where most bourbons are produced today. You can make bourbons elsewhere, like High West out in Utah makes a uh, like a burr rye. They make a bourbon over there. It's not really bourbon because it's not from Bourbon, Kentucky, but. It's still a bourbon, you know, recipe. Okay. So. There's a, a local one here that we would dine and try, but we have to get down to the actual distillery to get it. And it's down in Allentown. We haven't made it down there yet. I think I was wrong. I think it's Irish whiskey does not have the E, not Scotch whiskey. Uh, no, Scotch whiskey doesn't have the E. Oh, it doesn't? Okay. You know, yeah. but does it really matter? E or no E? Just drink it. You know, um, yeah, just America drink it. is the only one that puts the E in, in whiskey. Um, so, uh, speaking of some other drinks, uh, the Disney Pixar, the music of Pixar live, uh, debuted this week. Uh, I know some of us have seen some videos of it. It looks really awesome. Uh, kind of, I kind of hope they keep this around through the winter. Uh, so that when we go back in November, it's still there because it looks like a lot of fun. It looks like a good, uh, a good live musical performance at night. And I think uh, but they've because... also... Well, because they have the characters that come out. So yes, the characters are on stage. You have something to kind of keep your kids, uh, maybe not sitting still, but just to, t- to hold them over. Because if you take, you know, a four-year-old and plop them down in front of the, the uh, symph- an orchestra, uh, yeah. no. Even, even with the video in the background, just having the actual Pixar, you know, costume characters come out, uh, that, that keeps the kids engaged. Because you don't know what's going to come out next until you hear the music. Mm-hmm. That Beauty and the Beast show, I mean, it's it's aged. If any, has any of you guys ever seen it? I haven't seen it in probably a decade. It's probably the last time we it. saw it. It was like, two, yeah. actually longer than that. It was like 2004 or five. I think I saw it last. It, yeah, it's past its prime. We we don't go to see it at all. We saw it, the last time was in 2007, I think. And that was it. Yeah. But do you it think needs to be replaced. The movie, with the new movie, do you think that they just won't worry about replacing it? Because I bet they're getting a lot more... A oh, lot absolutely! More, uh, turn through because I don't know. the kids are wanting to see it. But I would think with the new movie because it's more live action. The the times that we've seen it, they're all the cartoon characters and the cut out of the cartoon characters. The new movie is yeah. more live action, so I don't know if that if a kid's going in to see what he just saw in the movies or she just saw in the movies, they're not going to get that experience from that stage show. Yeah, and I, but I think I think what Mikey's saying is that the re-release of or the re, or the release of the new movie may spark other people to say oh you know let me go check out the original because you gotta remember there's a lot of kids that are watching the uh you know 12 year old kids that are watching the the live action movie 
that probably could, that very well possibly could never have seen the the animated classic. I know it's hard to believe, but... But do you think that... Well, yeah, because I mean, that movie's 20-something years old now. Yeah. But do you think that 12-year-old kid is going to be able to sit through the animated classic after watching it in live action with all the CGI and everything else? I think so because it's brighter colors. Kids like bright colors. I mean, I finally, I finally sat down and watched Beauty and the Beast, the the live action one, a couple of weeks ago. You know, I, you know, got a kid, got a three year old. I don't, I, I'm not really gonna go see Beauty and the Beast by myself or with Andrea on a date night. <laughs> so, sat down and watched it. It was, it was very good. Uh, I definitely liked it, um, but the the classics way better. But you know, I think ultimately these these live action remakes of the movies are just flashes in the pan because once they're yeah. out of the theaters, they disappear. Nobody talks about them anymore. Not like the yeah. animation movies that stick around for a while. That's true, because I can't tell you the last time I, I, I talked about that Sleeping Beauty, which is basically, or Maleficent, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, the Maleficent <laughs> movie is like, eh, whatever. It's just cheekbones on parade. Maleficent, Jungle was. Book, Peach Dragon, they're all like... Jungle they, Book they, they I haven't out. seen, um, oh, and I want to see Book it because... so good. It was good, but they just they fall off quickly, so... No. Jungle, I, I, Book, Jungle Book was very good. I, I Jungle say, Book is one that I would watch over again. In I would RB. I would watch that again because it stays it stays truer to the Rudyard Kipling book than the Jungle Book cl- uh, cartoon classic does. Oh, I'm not saying I didn't like it. I loved the movie, but they it did just fall off in popularity for most people. They well, just... I, I mean, absolutely because because look at the end of the day, you're taking it's it's like Tim. If Paramount went ahead and remade uh, The Godfather. Would you probably go see it in theaters? No. Well, I, I mean, people will. People, people would. Well, but I wouldn't. And but they'd There's they'd come back and say, "This can never be as good as the original, the, right. the original movie." And, and so you've got such a classic, uh, a classic movie. You're going to remake it. Sure, you'll make a buck. You'll you'll you make some money off of it. But at the end of the day, it's never going to surpass the original. I want to go on a record. Peach Dragon was a fucking amazing movie. I loved it. If you didn't tear up, then you, you probably were whacking off when Old Yeller got shot. No, I loved that movie. I that saw movie, like I a baby through that movie. I did not expect to like that movie after what I everybody... Did. I, I wanted to dislike it, you know? That's exactly it. Oh, so did I. Maybe I'm going to hate that one a shot. I never uh, really so thought about giving good. it a shot. It's good. That was one of my, ori- my favorite uh, movies growing up as a kid, the original... Um, Live action animation combination movie, and then they, when they did this, I was like, "No, you can't touch my Peach Dragon," and I wanted to hate it. I went into that oh, movie. Oh, they can touch your to Peach Dragon. It. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> it'll <story>. disappear. <laughs> <laughs> they they didn't remake it in 2016. They remade it and kept it rooted in the period that it original was set in. I mean, they didn't come out. Mm-hmm. I don't think they ever came out and said this was you know whatever county in 1970 right. whatever you know it just they didn't come out and say that but the clothing and the car it and the, the vehicles right. yeah i mean right. it, it, it yeah. totally felt it and that that was that was a that's how you do something and try to make it a little bit timeless is by not coming out and say, and giving the year that it, it took place in right and that's the problem with a lot of remakes is they'll they'll shoot scenes with modern day cars in it and and modern buildings and the total giveaway but this was like they, they had older vehicles and older town front buildings and whatnot. It was like small was, town USA, you know? Right. Like you said, it was timeless. I wonder if that was one of my reasons for the main disconnect when I watched Fantastic Beasts. 
And I know that Harry Potter. I I hated it. (laughs) I did not get into it. it. I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. It was very predictable. It was very. It was a time period piece. It was. And it just it didn't hit on that that time period for me at the same at the same token. It just it just it was weird. I didn't really care for it that much. Or let me ask you this then, because I loved Harry Potter, and I think I, I believe you did also. Mm-hmm. Um, what, where could J.K. have gone to expand the series without it being dead? To me, I, I thought they could have continued uh, with with you know the Harry Potter story. You know what I mean, or or at least elaborated on it. You know, or, or even a sub even a sub story on the side. You know, um, mm-hmm. I never saw the one you were just talking about, and I'm. I'm I was kind of indifferent on it because of that, and 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 you just reiterated my not wanting to see it now. I mean, it, it was supposed to take back take place in I think around the twenties, and it was just it was okay. It wasn't anything. You didn't have your your characters that you knew. I mean, you could have done a backstory on Tonks. I would have loved to seen more of like her backstory, and like there was just so many other characters you introduced in those last few books. Granted, you mm-hmm. ended up killing them half of them off, but. Do the Star Wars treatment. Go yeah. back and tell their stories. I want Her- more Luna. I mean, Dumbledore could have had a uh, three three movie series himself. I think exactly. You didn't have to create this whole, and then you throw in any name. And that it was weird because the movie name dropped, and that's the best way I can put it. It's like, oh, and Dumbledore sent me here, and I'm like, wait, what? Wait, what? Is that how we're gonna link this together? Because okay. that's just dumb. <laughs> so I mean, I I thought. I thought they did it very well, and I think there are so many different uh, treatments that Harry Potter can get. I mean, we can get a whole story about James, a, a whole life yeah. story about James. I mean, James could have a whole set of you know three or four movies, probably. Um, I, I I think there's there's a lot to do there, and there's a lot there's a lot more that I think can that can uh, that can be done with that that series. So I don't think there's any there's ever really any chance that 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 series is going to go away which is why i'm really pissed that that never worked out with disney that disney got to do the the potter land because mm. I, I think disney would have done just a good just as good a job as mm. as universal maybe a little bit better at the end of the day i think she's going to run it into the ground yeah and Agreed. that's my honest opinion on it if if the if this allows she'll movie, give it the george lucas treatment yeah she's just yeah. gonna run it anytime she needs money this is going to mm-hmm. be her go-to and She's gonna run it to the ground. I, I, this movie for me that didn't connect well with the Harry Potter universe that I know that she created. It just and it wasn't a book, and I think that's where it kind of fell apart. She's a great author. She might not be a great screenplay writer. If if that makes sense. Uh-huh. No, I, I get that. I get that. I want a Quidditch movie though. I would love a Quidditch movie. But let's uh, let's get back to things that actually are Disney, and uh, and so uh, we did see this up in our in our group at facebook dot com slash group slash three sheets. Uh, the beverages for the movie the the music of Pixar Live uh, debuted this week. That's what we were talking about. And that's what we tried <laughs> to talk about. Yeah. And we got down a clickbait hole. Not in, butterbeer. Uh, in, <laughs> in butterbeer, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so they'll have uh, they'll have a couple different uh, standard drinks that you can find around the parks: Bud Light, uh, Angry Orchard, Crisp Hard Apple Cider, uh, and then Woodbridge Chardonnay and Cabernet Sauvignon by Robert Mondavi. But then they have three different mixed drinks: 
And, you know, of course, uh, Jason will be happy to hear, they all include glow clubes. One has the, the, the glow hanger. Yeah, it's going to be the glow hanging clubes. That's the new thing is that they hang off the yeah. side of the, of the glass. Oh, which looks it, cool when it's full, but what do you do when you've had two or three drinks? Now you just... I think you, you just look, throw it in there. You look like yeah. that guy with well, his hat on backwards, and he's putting his hands over his eyes to shield him from the sun. I could have used those at Trader <laughs> Sam's because I made a mess trying to dump mine out on the yeah. table. <laughs> Maybe that's why. They make that's exactly why. The Krakatoa, is it the Krakatoa punch that comes with the glow clue? Yeah. It was a Krakatoa, and I couldn't get the glow clue out, so I had to get it out somehow so i dumped we had a, a an empty appetizer plate so i dumped all the ice onto the appetizer plate just to get the glow tube out <laughs> and then when i was finished with mine i dumped my drink into tim's cup <laughs> <laughs> how many drinks deep were you on that one was that before the oa or after the oa that was that was I, the oa was the last one so that was probably okay. oh, so two, or, two or three in two or three so those are about what 10 or 15 dollars a drink when you were drinking there yeah, if you don't get the, the souvenir glass, mug thing, you don't get the souvenir mug. No, they weren't that bad, were they? No, they're they're roughly no, around the, like twelve um, to fifteen bucks a drink. It, it depends uh, on the drink. Yeah, it depends on the drink. The uh, Krakatoa punch is maybe like eight nine dollars. Yeah, there's there's a the Oa is like price. twelve. Yeah, See, but the Oa is a a bowl. Yeah, it's a big bowl. It's like it's, it's like a scorpion it's like bowl. A scorpion yeah. bowl. Meant, meant for oh. two. But okay. one of us. <laughs> well, I was looking at the Pixar menu of the drinks there, and and you know I, I'm I'm the least that's going to go down anywhere on vacation and and nitpick price. I thought they were kind of price, price gouging a little bit. They well, they are. On First the, of all, uh, drink prices. Price I, I thought it was like un. I thought it was almost un like unfair. Like you know, it's yeah, kind of shady. Yeah. I mean, to me, maybe I'm wrong. So the two alcoholic drinks are pretty much a standard bar menu drink that they have Mm -hmm. everywhere around the disney parks the big blue is essentially the the blue glow teeny drink kind of except substitute vodka for jose cuervo gold tequila blue curacao and sweet and sour mix served in a uh, in a glass with a glow club wasn't like 15 bucks for that that's 14 bucks for that um it's you know it's a standard drink that you can go to any lounge but is that what they charge at the lounge then i think they're about 12 bucks in the lounge so um, you're, how much paying, is how much is the martini the the regular the blue one? I don't is that the same price? I wonder if we're playing for the glow club. No, you're you paying you paying because you're a captured audience. Exactly, you're, for. you're a captured audience everywhere. Yeah, but you but you can there. bring drinks in there. Maybe people don't know that, and True. they want to go. They get a drink. Oh, we they serve drinks here, but they don't want to leave. But well, it's named leave. after a Pixar-related thing, so we yep. got to get this because it's the Pixar booze, man. Yep. Well, I mean, the two drinks that they have at the um, – they opened up at the resort. They have those milkshake drinks. Mm-hmm. They have two different names. They're the same drink. Yeah. <laughs> but because they're in two different places, they change the name. So Burger King calls it a croissant, and Sonic calls it a croissant. Yes. Pretty, well – but this is the same company. It'll be like going to McDonald's at one place and they call them French fries. And at the other cars, they call them. Po- and then you go downtown and it's Palm Frites. That's what that means. Are you shitting me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Palm Frites means French fries. I was looking at the damn Be Our Guest lunch menu. And I was like, I don't know what this is. Palm Frites. Because my sister-in-law is not a big fan of shit she's never heard of. 
man. It's yeah, literally it's Hey, you could get her French fry, get to eat her French fries that way if she doesn't Palm eat Palm is, <laughs> you is don't French for fried potatoes. <laughs> Omelet du fromage, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys also uh, see that the wave is doing unlimited mimosas? Yeah, yeah. What but is that? What is that running? Like what? Fifteen? I think it was like fifteen bucks. Yeah. But it's That's cupcake prosecco. Yeah. Well, look, it's cheap wine. You, I mean, really for fifteen bucks wine. for an unlimited. Yeah. I mean, you're you're. You, you, you drink two of those, shitty, you're gonna get. You're getting sick. shitty wine and orange juice. Uh, make sure you down at least like seven of those. See, but it's oh, Prosecco. It's not even Champagne. Prosecco. It's not even Champagne. You're going to get sick off of Cupcake Prosecco. I'm sorry. It's a lot of sugar in There's... that. I've never had Cupcake Prosecco. Just pour it over my pancakes and we'll call it even. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I, well, I want my pancakes sparkling today. Thank you. <laughs> I always want my pancakes sparkling, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> um but there's a couple of other uh, beverages on this menu. Uh, the Explorer's Punch, which is Pear Bay Coconut Rum, uh, Midori, Pineapple Juice, Orange Juice. That's served with a Glow Club. It's, uh, it's kind of a yellowy-looking drink, which is weird because Midori is very bright green. But the so, Explorer's color is that bright yellow. So yeah. we're going to use it. It's an alcoholic beverage literally named after a fictionalized Boy Scouts. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the last drink is a non-alcoholic drink for the, for the prudes and the kids. Uh, which is Odawali lemonade and watermelon served in a uh, souvenir cup. That's eight bucks. Eight dollars for lemonade and, wa- and watermelon juice. Captured audience. I don't know if I drink any of these, to be honest. See, the, the Big Blue and the Explorer's Punch are not a bad price because you're paying maybe two dollars more or a dollar more than most standard bar menus. The revved up juice for eight bucks for essentially lemonade is fucking ridiculous. Unless it's like a big 40-ounce cup. But how much are you paying for a popcorn bucket? I know, but it's, I mean, that's just ridiculous. I mean, every other every other place around around the parks, that's going to be like five, six bucks. No, not if it comes with a souvenir cup. It's not. Well, it's... Oh, it is served in a souvenir cup. That's right. If it, come, it? If it comes with a special, yeah, a special cup, cup, you're paying a, a premium yeah, for it. Special yeah. cup and a glow club. Yeah, well, is the special a, cup it, just a cup that says Pixar Live, or does that revved up punch come in a Lightning McQueen cup? Because if it's just the same cup across the board, what? Fuck that. Yeah. I got revved up punch. Don't give me some shit with Doug on it. <laughs> they need to give me the hair of the Doug that bit you. There's a They might rotate Disney. out those mugs to have different mugs if they make them a collection, if they're smart. There's no, there's no pictures of it, so I don't know if there's been many people that have gotten that. Because nobody's buying this shit. <laughs> Next topic. Next topic. I'm, get, I'm getting saucy because I'm on my second Manhattan. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, then we better, no. get, to our, we better get to our main, main attraction here. That's uh, going to be me if we go on Manhattan. <laughs> it usually top, is, buddy. This top's coming off. Today we're we're going back to school. We're going back to get our our uh, Disney history, uh, our doctorate of Disney history, and we're gonna we're you know, it's the 50th anniversary of of one of the probably one of the most famous attractions all over the world. Uh, I mean, I don't think you can say the word pirate and not think of Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, and so we wanted to we wanted to take you back to school, give you a, a, a thorough history of how this attraction came to be. And where it stands today, uh, the classic P- 
Pirates of the Caribbean Disney ride first opened at Disneyland in March of 1967. Uh, and while it's known as a boat ride today, when the idea first came about in the 50s, it was actually going to be a walkthrough wax museum. That was a big thing for what Walt wanted to do. Uh, when they were right after they opened Disneyland uh, in 55, Sam McKim, one of the early Imagineers, had completed concept paintings and sketches for this New Orleans square that was going to go into Disneyland. Um, and, you know, time and budget constraints having just opened up the park, they, that delayed the construction until until the early 60s. And this this new this New Orleans square was then taken across the across the country because around 1960, Walt thought, Walt decided, I want to open up a second park. And he, he went around the country, found different sites that he would want to do. And one of them was actually St. Louis. Walt had stopped in 1961 to meet with the mayor of St. Louis and August Bush Jr., then, then owner of Anheuser-Busch, to discuss plans for construction of a new theme park in the riverfront area of St. Louis, about two blocks from Bush Stadium. This was going to celebrate the city, celebrate the Mississippi culture, but also build this New Orleans square and base the entire entire area around uh, Jean Lafitte, the famous New Orleans pirate. So they they bring this uh, they, they bring this plan to St. Louis. Uh, they they decide they're going to do a walkthrough attraction, and you know for for a number of reasons this never gets built. One of them is August Bush kind of tells Walt he's crazy that he could do a theme park without booze, and Walt's like, yeah, I don't want to do it anymore. So then he starts flying around the country and finds that's when he finds Florida. So. You know, this never got built until it never really got off the ground until the 60s or until the mid 60s and 63 when Walt starts going through the process for the World's Fair. And with with the uh, the popular success of great moments with Mr. Lincoln in the auto animatronics there and the use of the boats in Small World, the Wax Museum uh, gets the boot. And now we have a boat ride with audio animatronics that feature. Uh, more than 120 in the original attraction uh, that we find in Pirates of the Caribbean today. So in 1961, uh, uh, the 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 groundwork is laid for this ride. They start demolishing uh, demo, demolishing a bunch of different areas of uh, of Disneyland to make way for this. And this was really the last ride that Walt personally worked on. Uh, this this opened up in 1967. He passed away in December of 1966, and so as he's going through, he's he's in poor health, and there's there's really not much uh, built on the track because the boats had hadn't been completed yet. So Imagineers, to help Walt get the ride experience before the boats were completed, they rigged up a chair to a dolly and pushed him through the track to kind of give him what the what the attraction was going to look like. Uh, and one of the one of the great stories that I that I read about while while doing this uh, doing this research is, uh, as you go through the attraction, if you'll notice, you can't really pick out what each of the pirates are saying per se. You'll have you'll have little snippets here that you get this guy saying this and that guy saying that, and the Imagineers kind of thought that that Walt was going to be upset by this, that that he wasn't going to like this, that he wasn't going to actually tell one story throughout the entire attraction and go from like point A to point B, and you know, as he finishes his ride, he's like, I really like what you did. I like that this was this was kind of like a cocktail party. And 
that you pick up something new here and there every time you ride. You see uh, Bill talking to his cats or the stuffed pirate talking about hoisting his colors on this, uh, this winch over here. Um, <laughs> uh, again, I, I, and we'll touch upon what happened to that stuffed pirate. Uh, but uh, interestingly enough, some of the most cr- talented and creative Imagineers worked on this this ride, and I think we're all. We, if you're a Disney file, if you know the company, if you know the parks, uh, you've heard the ter- you've heard the guys: Mark Davis, uh, Ex Atencio, Claude Coates, Yale Gracie, uh, Blaine Gibson did all the sculpting for the the faces, which leads to the reason why you see. I think there's there's 50 different faces on the ride, and they use some over and over again. Blaine did a lot of the sculpting for those for those animatronic faces, and he had actually used the faces of his friends and his coworkers, including one that looks like Walt Disney. There's one pirate that looks like Walt Disney in, Dis- in Disneyland uh, pirates. In attraction in Disneyland pirates. Um, He's got like a pencil thin mustache. Uh, he move. They move him around from time to time, so he's not in the same spot every time. Yeah, I don't it's, remember. It's pretty cool. I don't remember much about uh, Disneyland Pirates. Is he animatronic or is he static? He's he's uh, he's animatronic. Huh. How do they move animatronics? That's a whole different. Yeah, it's just well, they, all wax for me to try to figure out. They well. When you say from time the, to time, do you mean years? Yeah, like years at okay. a time. Okay. Okay. Or do, maybe they like, just like, oh, it's gonna be this <laughs> yeah, week. No, this isn't <laughs> like oh, today he's gonna be here. Today <laughs> he's gonna be here. Tomorrow he's gonna be. They over could here. maybe no, just pop like... off his head and move it to a different one. Oh, like they... well, those earlier animatronics. <laughs> were... Oh God! I, if, 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 you know the frozen head theory kind of thing going on there. <laughs> well, just pops. so you well, think it might actually be Walt Disney? <laughs> <laughs> you never know. But speaking of pirate anatomy. When Mark Davis and Claude Coates and uh, Blaine were first constructing these animatronics, all of the pirates were anatomically correct. They had certain features that male pirates would have, and <laughs> as they put clothes on, them, are you trying not to say penis for some they, reason? They had cock balls. They had balls. How else are you going to hoist your colors, Scott? There's no other way to hoist your colors. You got a flag <laughs> As pole. they put clothes on them and, try- and started moving them around, um, Mark Davis's wife, Alice, who is also an Imagineer, uh, she, she, was, she was previewing the attraction. She's like, this looks awkward. And so what did they do? Castrated. Oh, no. <laughs> upon Alice's suggestion was... Well, just go get a hacksaw and chop it off. <laughs> See, I'm surprised they even took the time to do that, Lorena to be Bobby. honest with you, because most of the time there's just barely a frame mm-hmm. underneath anything that's shown. Yeah. There's like so a plastic, well, there's a plastic, like, um, a well, thermoplastic, now, like, shell. Now there is, yeah. but before it was just, like, when you see the old school animatronics, and you can see, you used to be able to see it in one man stream, I don't know if it's still there, it just used to be, like, big wire bands, almost metallic, like, bands that they yeah, would was Yeah, well, this was the shape. first attraction that they used the new, uh, the great moments with Mr. Lincoln animatronic that had that, like, p- thermoplastic shell that would yeah. give the actual, like, physical sculpture to it. So some dude in the factory was making thermoplastic cocks. Pretty <laughs> yes. much. In the 60s. <laughs> in the 60s. And hanging, them, <laughs> hanging them off the of pirates. 60s. One of which he was like, well, Mr. Disney. 
<laughs> Both heads Atta are boy. frozen in pirates. Someone, someone had, to, <laughs> someone had to go and hacksaw. You must off. be this tall to ride this ride. <laughs> someone had to go hacksaw more than seventy pirate cocks off the. <laughs> your your off job the today: run. get a hacksaw and cut off all the pirate cocks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some interns' first day. God, my job really sucks. <laughs> You know, unfortunately, this, uh, you know, Walt died before before New Orleans Square opened up and uh, he never actually got to see the ride in its full, uh, full and complete capacity. But when it opened up three months later, it was it was touted as one of the greatest rides. And, and this is back in 1967. It was one of the greatest rides ever made. And, and newspapers lauded it. The public loved it. And so it, Interestingly enough, in 1969, when they start planning for Walt Disney World, Pirates gets left off the gets left off the uh, the designs. Yeah. They had no interest in bringing Pirates to the Magic Kingdom because they thought that you know because Florida has a you know geographic proximity to the Caribbean and New Orleans that they wouldn't really want this in the park. Yeah. It, it wouldn't. It wouldn't too really. Soon. Yeah, it was too soon. It was. It wouldn't be. It was too close. So instead. Imagineers developed uh, plans for a similar ride based on the Wild West, the Western River Expedition, which we'll get to another another show because it's yeah. it's probably one of the greatest attractions that never got built. So in 1971, when when Walt Disney World opens, there's no Pirates of the Caribbean for two years. And if you've heard any of the stories told about it, it you know, people walk into Magic Kingdom and they're like, OK, where's Pirates? You, you got a haunted mansion. Where's pirates? Yeah. And pirates was nowhere to be found. And so in, in 1972, they decide, okay, all right, we're going to do this. They quickly scrapped together, um, enough money to build pirates of the Caribbean in just one and a half years. And what we get is the, the version we have at Disney world, which is a, what? Eight minute ride as opposed to the 15, 17 minute ride that you get in Disneyland. So, December 15, 1973, Pirates finally makes its way to Walt Disney World. Is this is this my part, Scott? Because because everything that I have, you've already said. <laughs> I mean, from top to fucking bottom, everything I have, you already said. Mikey, you good you're good at ad-libbing. Just ad-lib it. Come on. Why don't you do we have the differences? Oh, but he won't. You've never. Well, just scrap, there's, scrap there's the notes and just talk about the rides. You know what? You know some of the differences from you know uh, Disneyland to Disney World's Pirates because you know uh, Walt obviously was very hands on with the construction of Pirates at Disneyland. Um, is that to, to get it built really quickly? That there had to be some caveats made, and you know, with with the uh, the Wild West boat ride that Scott had alluded to, the Imagineers already had this kind of framework kind of laid out. So getting their hands on the materials wasn't that difficult. Uh, they already had a boat thing going. They already had you know because you know the Pirates runs on a rail system for a, a bit of it. They already had that coming, so it wasn't like they had to totally revamp everything what they had to do is find a place to put it and 
where they had originally looked at putting their boat ride up toward Adventureland to kind of play off of Big Thunder Mountain. Which is where Splash Mountain would be eventually located. Moving it it down um, further south into uh, Adventureland. Did I say Adventureland the first time? I meant Frontierland if I did because whiskey. But moving it further south to Adventureland, the room wasn't really there to get that full, was it 16-minute long ride that you get in Anaheim with the original Pirates of the Caribbean. Because when when you're building something the first time, you're going to make it as big and and badass as you can. But, you know, when customers are throwing a fit, you're like, shit, we got to get this out there and we got to get it out there now. So... I'm thankful that they just that they didn't just skim over Jungle Cruise and throw some pirates into that because Jungle Cruise was an opening day attraction. They 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 bring pirates in and it's like we got to do something to make this stand out from Jungle Cruise because there's two boat rides that share the same land. So never really thought about that. Yeah, I mean they're both down in Adventureland. I mean in 19, that, well in 1971 or 1973 the only attractions in Adventureland are two boat rides and the Tiki Room. Yeah, and and one boat ride, uh, while it's you know what was, I think in terms of video games. So I say launch day whenever I'm thinking of the Jungle <laughs> Cruise. <laughs> you know, Jungle Cruise was there at the day of launch, um, but Pirates, they gave Pirates for the time, and I would say even you know for today. The Imagineers poured a lot of creativity into the uh, the building itself. the 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 building is as is the ride shorter, but the building's bigger. If that makes any sense, right. um, I know. I think in in Anaheim at Disneyland for the ride, you stay in the boat throughout the entire ride, so you see a hundred percent of pirates from within the mm-hmm. boat. Mm-hmm. At Disney World. You get out of the boat a little early when things kind of, and you kind of have to walk past some of the stuff that finishes you out of finishes out of the ride. So, you know, you what does that mean? Not really a whole hell of a lot because half the time, if you're going to get you, you get stuck at the end of Pirates before well, you because also, boats are trying to move around. I mean, you know, the thing about the the Pirates exterior, it it tells more of a story in its in and of itself than the actual building in uh, in New Orleans Anaheim. Square. Yeah, okay. it's modeled after a Spanish fortress. Yeah, which which fits in exactly. That's a lot of words I can't pronounce right now, which I should be able to because that sounds cursive just by itself. <laughs> <laughs> but you've got um, a really great looking exterior, a really great looking queue area that is that is totally themed around the ride to help immerse you into it a little bit. So I think I think for the only shortcoming at Disney World is the overall you know, ride length of the attraction, which, and let's be honest, nine minutes for that ride compared to four and a half minutes for the, uh, Navi river journey, animal kingdom. Is that all that is? That's what we, yeah, we heard it's like five minute long. That's it. It's, it's a very short ride with right now. It's going on like two to three hour wait to get on it. What, What ride is that? The, the Pandoran Navi. Navi River Journey, the one with and and that's fa- everybody's riding it to, to to drop a tab and then get inside of all that uh, funky <laughs> blacklight shit and and it's the animatronic at the end is a hell of a lot better than you know a twelve inch plastic pirate cock. That 
Well, well I wonder what she's got under her skirt. It's her interesting, are, though, she spread eagle. that you say something about the length of time, because from what I know, from what, like, some of the sources that I've read up on, uh, Magic Kingdom actually has the shortest out of the four parks that it's in. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. I, even, it, even fucking Shanghai. Of course, I would expect Shanghai. Hey, listen, even if Shanghai clocked in at, like, five minutes and 45 seconds... That's still a bit more badass, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, Shanghai see, is also I can't the newest. Call Shanghai, to be fair, I can't call Shanghai a true pirate's ride. No. Because Shanghai is something totally different. It's yeah, completely yeah. Shanghai is something totally different. I mean, but like, it's, it's a Pirates of the Caribbean ride, but it, I, 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 I'm with you. It's not, there's like almost no animatronics in that. It's exactly. a whole lot of projection yeah, it, it's, it's and a whole lot of special effects. Yeah. You're, you're floating through the special effects unit on a Pirates of the Caribbean film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Disneyland clocks in at 15 minutes, 30 seconds. Magic Kingdom at 8 minutes, 30 seconds. Tokyo at 9 minutes, 30 seconds. And Disneyland Paris is at 10 minutes and 30 seconds. Now, they do say that the Disneyland Paris ride was the ride that encompasses and gets the best feel. The feel that they really wanted to bring out of it. That's, I liked it, it was, from an Imagineer standpoint. It was really good. It was, it was, you know. Again, I went to to uh, Disney Paris before the before they shoehorned in Johnny Depp and all that. So he's it, not it, in there yet. Oh, they, he's is not he, in there. I no, thought, I thought they were going to put that, that in. That is the only and, one that did not get that overlay at this oh, time. Well, it is going down. Oh. It is going down See, for it's a really good ride. And they might be putting him in, but it's not in there as of yet. It hasn't been uh, politically corrected either, so the, yeah, the pirates are not. still chasing the wenches. It's it's a really good ride. The queue, like you know, Jason will talk about the queue in a minute, but the queue at Disney Paris goes through this like Skull Island area. It's so awesome. It is so cool. How long how long did it take them to uh, to do the construction there? It was a very short time. It was. It was, it no was more a very than... short. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, they they had. Listen, when the when when the customer says, you know, what the hell? You've got a haunted mansion, like you said. You've got a jungle cruise. This other amazing ride that's at Disneyland is the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Mm-hmm. And where where is it down here? So for them to to get that built and installed in the time frame they did, because they they. I mean, they they were looking at. I think it was like a year and a half, right? Yeah, they they they, they didn't have much time, and they were, um, but they were going full tilt to get that out. You know, it, it's interesting that the uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean in Disney World um, being built because it wasn't an a uh, it wasn't an opening ride in Disney World. I'm sorry, Disneyland. Right. Pirates wasn't an opening ride in Disneyland either, so. You know, it, it took 12 years to get Pirates to Disneyland. It, it, it took less than two to get it at Disney World. Right. And, and, you know, for the most part, they had they had the majority of the audio animatronics built because they were going to go into that Western River expedition. And all they do is just change out the, the, the clothing and the, the movements. Um, it, it's it's yeah, pretty and, impressive. And I wanna, the Western River expedition, um, I, was, I, I read that as well, you know, look at this. It, I feel like it, it would have been really cool, but I think it would have had the same um, refurbs done to it over the years as Pirates has had. Uh, 
just because there, there's a really good chance that the uh, the Native Americans featured in that ride would not have been well right. received as uh, as the years have gone on. <laughs> yeah, the the uh, the white man's view of the Native American in 1971 is certainly not what it is today. Um, I, I mean, I, I think I think it would have been a fine ride. Uh, I think you're right. It would have suffered a, a lot of um, a lot of PC backlash. You know, which, and, which as might much be, as... might be why we don't have Remus at Splash Mountain. That's ah! true. That's true. I just broke Adam. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jason, I know you're. Fa- so, yeah, give someone else something to say. Yeah. Cause I Jason, just I know out. your favorite part of this ride is the queue. Because when we, when we talked about doing a, a Disney history segment on on Pirates of the Caribbean, Jason texted me like four times. We're going to mention the queue, right? We're going to mention the queue. Of course we are. Okay. First of all. <laughs> I said one I had to get in the, mood. the queue. And I like your hat. Second of all was I was just reaffirming that I you wanted me to touch base on the queue. The queue is... Fuck, man. You're making me like I'm supposed to hype up this shit. It's 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 uh it's it's to the theme. It transports you to the uh, the Spanish um, forts. They did a great job with it. You know, you got the um, Tweedledee, Tweedledee and Tweedledum that are playing uh, chess. Is it chess that they're playing? Yeah, down they're there? playing chess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you know, which is fantastic. Um, and then you hit the ride. I mean. what? There's really not a whole lot to touch upon. I mean, it, it's 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 themed, fabulous. Which a fun little fact that chess game is purposely built to a, a perpetual stalemate. Yeah. Which which is also if you mean it, the board uh, itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The the way the pieces are set up, nobody can win that game. Dude, I've got to I've got to look at that now because we fast passed it, and I I have to make a point to go by and look at that and you see. still go past it in the fast pass line. Not always. There was a story also about how when they were refurbing the ride at one point, they took down the chessboard, and they couldn't remember how to set it up for that stalemate for a little while. So if you went during that time period, it wasn't stalemate. It was probably left mm-hmm. out altogether. There were no pieces on the board for a little bit. It would was have that, been checkers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was that during the 2006 refurb? Or? I don't, I, I'm going to be doing the refurb section. But I had problems finding dates of when some of this actually happened. So I don't know which one it was, but I just remember hearing the story about it and reading about it. But in the queue, there are some there's some really great parts of the queue. Some some of my favorite parts in the in the entire park. Um, one is just as you enter the building, just as you enter the fort, off to the right is a little tiny courtyard. Um, and there's there's a little fountain over there. There's some flowers planted. It's really inconspicuous. You wouldn't even notice it unless you go in the fast pass line. So next time you go in the fast pass line, look to your right. I'll post some pictures on the group. Um, it is a, it is a quiet little area that you can actually walk into and just sit down without anyone bothering you. Nobody goes over there because really nobody nobody knows about it. You can nobody walk in fast there and pass as pirates. 
Yeah, I was just going to say. Well, I, and that's the thing is, you know, you don't re- really need to fast pass fi- pirates except for Mikey. <laughs> what? I fast pass the shit out of it, man. It never has a more than 20 minutes. Depends wait. on when you go. If you no, go in July, fair, you will need you, you will need a fast pass for yeah. it. If you want if you don't want to wait for almost an hour for pirates. We go in October, it is never more than a 20 minute wait yeah. for pirates. No. That's not true because the last time we went, there was an hour and a half wait, and we said "fuck this" and went to a different park. Was that? Uh, what, did well, it... that was that one day that Magic Kingdom yeah. was mobbed. You couldn't walk. Yeah, I mean, look and when it when it a... breaks down and then it reopens, then then they oh have... no, I mean this was just uh, it was right after the storm and it was so bad. I've only seen them do this during like holidays and special events. They had cast members holding signs telling you which side of the street to walk down. Yeah, it, it just—it was a madhouse. We ended. We've up never left a, a park before for crowds, and that day was like, you know what? Screw this, and we were out. And we went to Hollywood Studios, and Hollywood Studios was a ghost town. Yeah, because there's like three attractions, <laughs> but that's yeah. the story. <laughs> three back to back, Indiana Jones, man. <laughs> there's that little courtyard, which is a really good, uh, a really good area, just kind of like take a picture of and just sit there for a little bit before you go through the queue. Uh, but also I really like the, the pirate's desk where you could, you can sit down and I've actually sat down in that chair. I squeezed into the, to the table. In that little... I can't tell you how many people I've seen try like to the move size that of a 12 chair. Year old. It fit. was a tight squeeze, <laughs> but I, but I fit through there. I'll, I'll post that picture as well. Um, Are you still anatomically correct after fitting in that chair? <laughs> no, Alice Davis. Alice Davis cut off his pirate cock too. <laughs> I might have, That's the I might thing have with cracked. this episode is pirate cock. <laughs> Harry <laughs> Potter and pirate cock. That's what we're talking about tonight. That's, um, the name, that's the name of this episode. That's the name of this episode, Pirate Cock, right? <laughs> but there's, there's Harry, Harry little... Potter and the Pirate Cock. <laughs> <laughs> there's some great little little uh, you know hidden nooks and crannies with the you know the. The little jail, like there's like a jail window you can sit there and, and look into, and then there's like a, a wine cellar down below or a rum cellar, whatever it would be. Um, the cannonball stacked up. There's, it looks like in the inside of a Spanish fort. I, I think it was, a, I think it's one of the better queues in Magic Kingdom. There, there are some little doors that I always want to open, try to open. There's, there's a stairwell that I always want to go and walk up. But it says cast members only, and I'm sure. There's all that, but that's the thing. There's so many little things in this queue that you can't have access to. That kind of drives me a little nuts. I know. Uh, and I mean, I've, I'm sure they do it for safety reasons and other reasons like that. But it's like this is kind of like the Time Sora Island kind of idea. It feels like that they had to close down a whole bunch of portions because people were getting hurt. People are stupid. Yeah, so. well, yeah. they are stupid. But we have to save us for ourselves. But awesome queue, um, I, I I definitely think uh, there's so much there's so much to just you know it, it's not a ride that you or it's not a queue that you're you're standing around waiting for too long, but when you do go through there, just take a look around and, and look at different things in the queue, especially the the chessboard. If you if you get on that side, there there are two sides that you go down. One side does not have the chessboard; the other does, and the fast pass doesn't have it at all. So so Tim. <clears throat> Let's talk about how that ride first opened up. Well, as you guys have said, the the ride opens up. The outside of the ride is modeled after a Spanish fort. It's guarded by a Caribbean watchtower called Torre del Sol, 
which means Tower of the Sun. And then uh, it's inspired actually by the Castillo de San Felipe del Moro in Old San Juan in Puerto Rico. Which, the, getting back to what Scott said before, the, the Walt Disney World Pirates, the outside is much more fitting, much more attractive to me than the one in Disneyland, which is just a New Orleans Walt, building. It's it, Walt's apartment. You just walk... Yeah, you just walk under a building. But, with that said, I do think that the Disneyland queue is better. Because you actually get to walk through... Well, you walk through big, uh, right outside Blue Bayou for a little bit. You do. And you, you do get to... You actually get to see people riding the ride. Because yes. when, yes. when you walk when you walk into the queue, you see the... the the first thing you see is you see the, the skull with the treasure and, and this hill and the pirate flag. And then there's a boat. There are boats that go around. And you you see the people riding the ride. Well, the joke is, like, with the Mexico Pavilion in Epcot, when you're on um, the Grand Fiesta Tour, you tell the people eating, throw me a taco. In Disneyland, people scream out, throw me a dinner roll. But I wish, I wish the Walt Disney World attraction had that cue. If we had that queue and the extended scenes that Disneyland had, the Walt Disney World attraction would be perfect. You start off, though, you get on a ride, and you go down the waterfall, which has to be a bigger drop because it actually goes underneath Walt Disney World Railroad. Because, as you know, Disney World is actually the second floor, and there's a floor underneath. And you go to the first scene is the cave, which now has the, well... The Mister, where um, it's either Blackbeard or Davy Jones, you never know what's going to work or which one you're going to get. When you pass, well, they the, randomized it. When it works, yeah. Yeah, I've actually. We, the it didn't work the we, last time we were. The last time we were there in in uh, in April, we had nobody, just voices. Yet it wasn't working. We waited either. And then you have the uh, the scene with the fort, the ship bombarding the fort, which to me, I that's one of my favorite scenes. You actually just feel like you're whole encompassed in, and you're passing through this battle between a pirate ship and a Spanish fort. And then right after that scene is the scene with the pirates chasing the the village, right? And the with the auctioneer pirate. Well, after and, right after that is the uh, the Carlos Mayor Carlos being dunked in the yeah. uh, in the in the well. Don't be cheeky. Don't be cheeky. Don't be cheeky. <laughs> I am not cheeky. Don't tell him, Carlos. Don't be cheeky. I am not cheeky. I will not talk. Yeah, Paul Freeze. I mean, I mean, the ride has a number of Disney voices with uh, Throw Ravenscroft, Paul Freeze, Extensio. Mm-hmm. And then you, ha- you ha- then you have the the whole village square, with the, the drunken pirate with the hairy leg, the uh, auctioneer pirate selling the witches, the women chasing the pirates with the brooms, and the following scene after that is the burning village, which now you can actually smell the burning. <laughs> Tastes like burning. <laughs> Before they did that, it smelled like mildew and mold. Oh, so did I. That's when you knew you were in Pirates. That's when you knew you were in Walt Disney World. Now it's just like, oh, you close your eyes, you might be in Soren or Spaceship Earth. And then right after that, you have the jail scene, which is probably the most, I, I would say, most famous or most popular scenes in the ride with the three pirates calling the dog with the keys. It even made it into the movies. 
I was gonna say, yeah, it was in the movie. And and that oh, the original attraction what that was the end, wasn't it? Yeah. Before it was they pretty, added, the, well, there was a locked. There was the where where you know Adam will talk about where Johnny Depp is now in the treasure room. There was just a locked door. There is there's the treasure room. No. They didn't no, have no, that. No. I thought they had the locked door because no, now no, the no, doors no, are no. open. The original ending of that ride was actually um, a bunch of pirates laying on top of each other, all much, and it was gold. Oh. Just like they're all drunk at this oh, point. They're all just drinking their moonshine or what have you. And there's gold Rum. and gold coins scattered yeah. all around, and there are just pirates just everywhere laying around. Mm. There was a scene there. It wasn't just a door. It was, there was an actual full oh. pirate scene with animatronics there. See, I don't remember any of that because the mo- for the majority of my time at Disney, I've seen Johnny Depp there. Well, that's yeah. because you're ten. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I never. I... Unlike Disneyland in Disney World, you actually get off still below what was technically ground level and have to take the raised the auction, yeah people walker people mover up to back to ground level. Let me ask you. I was going to ask you about Disneyland. Uh, I went there in 93. That was my first time at Disneyland in, in California, obviously Disneyland. Oh, they put the smell in there. Um, now, I'm asking you about the, the nighttime mm-hmm. rides. Was there another ride besides Pirates that kind of took you into a swamp? Oh, I love that Pirates smell. At no. Disneyland? Or was that, pir- was that Pirates? That, Where that was would, a night- yeah, that's Pirates. It smells like that, okay, well, that, that we, particular we, ride right there was a... Because, I mean, it was it was 85 degrees and sunny. I went in this ride, and I, if I would have woke up in this in that area, I would have thought I was it was in the middle of the night in the swamp, and it fascinated me to the point of um, I never would have thought something like that was real. Where that's my first that's my first time being transported somewhere. Depending on how you got to Enheim through L.A., it could have been part of L.A. <laughs> that that scene in the, in the early nineties. That scene in the, in the Bayou is probably the greatest scene in any attraction. The, the oh, way the absolutely. fireflies flicker around, fireflies. And, yes. and the banjos it, playing in the background. It's not that though. It's that it's that moment of what he what Jason just hit on. It's that moment of transition mm-hmm. when you go in and you have the parrot barker still yapping at you, which we don't we no longer have in Disney World. Nope. We did have it at one point, but um, we have that parrot barker, and you have when you walk into that thing, and it's just like it's this very slow moving, subtle thing where you go from this bright daylight to this dusk to night. Is how that cue works, yeah. and yeah. that's what makes that's what truly transports you to a different place. And we're losing that in Disney, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. The new attractions yeah. don't they don't have that have that smooth transition where you're like when you turn around and realize, oh my gosh, I'm totally someplace else right now. You don't get that feeling much, and that's that. I have to give Disneyland props for Pirates because it it takes you totally out there. Well, you know, when we went to Disneyland the first time in 2015, we rode this ride. And you know how we all say that on Living with the Land, the scene where you pass the farmhouse? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We all say we want to live in that farmhouse. Oh, fuck yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so, I'd <laughs> gladly live on that bayou. In Disneyland, oh, absolutely. In Disneyland, when you pass that little shack right on the river there and you hear the, the frogs and the crickets and the fireflies, going, I want to be sitting on that little porch with a pole in the water. Whiskey mm-hmm. in my hand, catching fish. Yep. And being attacked by alligators. No, probably. And skeeters. 
and skeeters. <laughs> yeah. It makes you think that, though. It makes you, mm-hmm. it, like Jason said, it, it pulls you in. And we I don't get that from the queue at Walt Disney World. You see, but I don't I don't necessarily get it from the queue. I actually get it on the attraction. Yeah, and we But, yeah. but we Disney don't... is losing that though. Disney's mm-hmm. losing that where it like I keep going back from episode one where Disney has the ability to put me somewhere where I think it's mine, I relate to it, I wanna be there, this is mine. And I keep going back to the land because most of the people know what I'm talking about with the farmhouse. That you know, Disney's losing that with a lot of its rides where it's uh, okay, let me give you an example. If shit hits the fan and it's the end of the world and zombie apocalypse, I would be content bordering up that that area and then living my life inside that area. You know what I mean? Where like this, uh, mm-hmm. I, I feel I, I kind of want to break into Disney and just go hang out in this area and eat lunch and shit there. You know what I mean? It's because I I, I want that and Disney is losing that. Well, the land would be a great attraction to or great area well, to you grow your own food until the power oh, goes oh, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, because you can grow your own food. But sure. also, you only have one entrance. There's only one entrance into the, into the land, and you got a lot of plastic around it. Which means there's it. only one exit. There's a lot of backstage. There's a lot of <laughs> backstage to the land. Though. I'm not talking I mean, behind the scenes, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just thinking you got to have some some electricity to keep all them damn t- tilapia from uh, from suffocating. Otherwise, you better eat a lot of fish really Solar quick. Solar power. Solar power. Yeah. None, um, none of us have obviously seen Avatar Land yet. Um, all of us, I think most of us have seen... Mikey new... has. Mikey's seen Avatar Land. He's watched every video well, that watched the mankind. <laughs> not, not in person, though. No. Most of us here have have experienced the, the new um, Frozen ride. The, the, as I, much you... as I appreciate, as much as I love the Norway ride, and I, I would love to have that back, the Frozen ride does kind of pull you into Arendelle. That queue, right. the, the queue right? that in Frozen, is phenomenal. Is and awesome. from what... What I've been hearing about the new Avatar rides, it pulls you into that land. Oh, oh so I'm shit, thinking, man. I'm, I'm hoping know. that they're getting back to that. Yeah. I'm hoping that you know, because t- it, you guys are right. I mean, New Fantasyland. Uh, l- 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 let me let me let me say something that's probably controversial. New Fantasyland sucks. New Fantasyland is half the bullshit that they could have that they could have done or that they were supposed to do. Ariel's got a grotto. And she's got a cloaca. It's called a grotto. <laughs> they said it's Ariel's damn grotto. They're just begging for me to come up there. Jason, uh, just an FYI, in September, you're going to get a... Jason, in September, you're going to get a call from the Orange County Police Department to come pick up Mikey for sex, for sexually assaulting Ariel. Yeah. The right. The statue, the Ariel. The statue on the right. <laughs> oh, the one with the hair that's going yeah. <laughs> back and forth. But, but he's gonna be licking. Oh, go ahead, Adam. <laughs> but to be, be fair, looking for the cloaca. They cut it off of her with a sawzall. <laughs> they they spackled over her cloaca. What the hell, Walt? That goddamn Alice Davis. Hashtag blame Alice Davis. Oh no. <laughs> they used a patch kit on but it. No, Adam, Fantasyland. No, but to be fair. To be fair about Fantasyland, look at your audience. Your true audience for yeah. Fantasyland is not us. It's for kids. And they're not they're not looking they they walk into Disney World, they walk into Fantasyland, they're already there. As adults okay. we're a little more jaded. 
hear me out, hear me out, but hear me out. Uh, as adults, we're a little more jaded. It takes us a little more to be transported to that I'm someplace else. So for mm-hmm. Fantasyland, they can walk through Ariel's Grotto and think they're under the sea. For us, it doesn't work. No, but, for, uh, but what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, the 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 plans that they had to be built was going to transport you. You were going to have Bell's Village, and you were going to have uh, Cinderella's Chateau, and you were going to have Snow White's Cottage, and you were going to go meet them there. And this was going to be a very immersive experience. And then it was like, well, shit, that's a lot of work. Ah, we really don't want to do that. Well, it's it's a space thing. It's a there's there's only there's a finite amount of space that you have in that little area that they were using. One, but I mean, at the end of the day, I can walk through Bell's meet and Village. greet. I can't whatever yeah. it is the but the meet and greet that they have. The sto- there. Oh, the storybook, the storybook, storybook. Tales or whatever. Story I tales. love the mirror. That's really thing. cool. Awesome, cool. but did it take me anywhere? No. To be fair, if I was a kid. Walking through that little village, that would have transported me there. It's yeah. built for kids, and I get that. But we have nothing that's transporting adults anymore. The Bell's Village almost does it. Like, I will say, walking through the queue in Maurice's cottage and going through the, like, all, seeing all of his inventions, that kind of gets you there, and Bell's Village kind of gets you there, but it doesn't do it all the way. It's like edging. Well, no, but here's the thing. When I saw that mirror thing, I yep. wanted to know how it was done. I wasn't experiencing yep. it for the sake of experiencing it. Yeah. I wanted, I want, I was more curious but about how it was done. But the look on my kids' faces when that reveal takes place and you realize this little mirror became a whole door and now you're walking mm-hmm. through it and you're trying to figure out, okay, what happened to the mirror? What happened to the wall? Holy shit, what's going <laughs> You know, I, the, I, 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 one kid's throwing garlic <laughs> cloves trying to hit the fucking vampires because it's witchcraft, that's my point. man. That's the point, though. <laughs> <laughs> but that's exactly my point. And this is why I hope they get Epcot right in the worst way. Because Epcot has always been a more adult park. Mm-hmm. Please, when you do this refurbishment, transport me somewhere. And don't make yeah. it too dumbed down. So speaking of refurbishments... Uh, Pirates has undergone quite a few of them over the years. Yes, it has. Some were, some have been good. Mesa, mesa. Some were mm, kind of necessary. <laughs> some of them were hokey. To be fair, there, there's no other word for it. Yeah, yeah. The the biggest change that we can all say pretty much had happened with this ride. And again, I don't have all the dates right. I couldn't find the exact dates. But the biggest change that everybody notices right away is the insertion of jack sparrow into this ride i mean he's in pretty much three different locations right now he doesn't really make or break the ride for me but the animatronic at that end is phenomenal oh yeah he's sitting in that chair rocking back and forth and he's just in his yo wasn't he the first um that is an awesome full animatronic 2.0 Magic Kingdom, he was. Yeah, he was. Uh, in, he was well, yeah. in Magic Kingdom, he was. He was the first 2.0 in Magic Kingdom. In Magic Kingdom, but there was another yeah. one someplace else first. I want to say. No, um, I want to say was um, it Lincoln? Hall of Presidents got no. the first one. Yeah. Well, no, no, Yeti wasn't uh, Yeti. full 2.0 though. No, the Yeti would have been the first 2.0. one. Well, Yeti broke. was. Yeah, it was like one and a half. Oh, Yeti was. That was uh, a like defurbishment, wasn't it? Uh, yes. Yeah. 
Which I know now that Avatar's <laughs> open, Joe Rody's chomping yeah. at the bit to fix him. <laughs> Attaboy, mm-hmm. Joey. That's exactly... Well, no, we all know that it wasn't going to happen without another e-ticket attraction. Yeah. They literally have to cut That's them out and open project. to get them out. Mm-hmm. It'll happen. It will. I mean, we also have what Tim discussed, the missed screen effect that works when it wants to. That it's wasn't a, in the original ride. It's a cool effect, but yeah. again, not something that lends any benefit to no. the ride. Right. It doesn't add to the story. No. If it, anything, it, it takes it out. In my yeah, it forces you. Like, it forces you into the movies. Yeah, bring back the talking skull. I'd rather have the talking skull saying "Dead Men Tell mm-hmm. No Tales," right? Uh, or just the just the disembodied voice like you have in Disneyland. Giving you the warnings that Davy Jones and Blackbeard give you, it, it it's it's a it's just a pointless thing to bring the movies into the ride. And the biggest switch that everybody was up in arms about was pirates chasing women, women chasing pirates, pirates chasing women. It was originally the pirates were chasing the women around. It switched to because of PCness, the women's chasing the pirates around. For a little while, it actually switched back to the pirates chasing the women. But the reason why they were chasing the women is because the women were holding all their jewelry. And food. And food. And jewelry. Yeah. Yes. But it was, there was a reason for it. And then that wasn't enough. So they yet again switched it back. They made it more comedic. And the women are now chasing the pirates with, like, rolling pins and stuff. I kind of just thought you should have left this alone. I did too. I don't. I, I don't know if anyone really gave a shit. Like I don't think it's it really mattered. Weird. Well, no. Like I mean, the the original, right? I don't think it really anyone no. cared. No, like, never really, it, no, it, no one ever thought about it. And my thing is, the reason why it's such a disconnect for me. I did remember it. The pirate chasing the women. How are the women chasing the pirates in one scene, and then we're auctioning them off in the next scene? Right. That makes sense. Yeah. It, well. it, it, and they're and they're tied up at this point. It's contradictory. It it just it didn't it it, it kind of walks that line of wait a second this doesn't make sense. Yeah, right. It, it does. It broke and the flow. It, you know it's it that's kind of the PCness that yeah. happened. <laughs> didn't they have something like that in the movie though? They did. They put a scene mm-hmm. in the in the Tortuga scene yeah. where the women were chasing the pirates. Yeah. But that was Tortuga, and Tortuga is a pirate island. There's a little bit of a disconnect there when you're raiding someplace. And, I mean, you know what? Pirates, rape, pillage, whatever. Well, it's still in the song. It is what it is. It's yeah. still in the song. Well, they don't say rape. They don't say rape. They don't say rape. They do pilfer and plunder and rifle and loot. Drink but up, they're, yeah. but they're not getting chased by bored housewives well, in the nine hundred two one zero. No, I mean it's inferred. It, just, it doesn't make sense to me. We lost the pa- the pirate Parker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't know if anybody remembers that besides me because I've been going since the early seven late seventies. I've, uh, I've heard the audio for it. I've never. I don't. I do not believe I actually saw because I think I went there in two thousand. No, it was still there in two thousand. They removed it in like three, four, or five, something like that. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, he is now back in Disneyland's version. Yes, but we will not be getting him back. Um, Scott mentioned the skull and crossbones. Um, 
Barbosa has been added to the main deck. That you know what that one I don't have a problem with at all because no. the pirate the, ca- it, the pirate captain you have no idea who that is anyways. Barbosa's fine. It makes sense. Jack throughout it kind of sort of makes sense. Uh, they changed the script for it, so it makes more sense now than when he first mm-hmm. added than when they first added him in. Because now, pretty much throughout the ride, the other pirates are looking for Jack Sparrow. Adding, so adding it Jack makes Sparrow a was, little more sense. It was done for the lady folk. Yeah. Oh, with that, uh, I, I, he's oh, pretty God. to look at. Sorry. Oh. So you don't, you don't <laughs> think you don't think anyone's taking a jigsaw to his pirate bits? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he has. <laughs> he's awesome. I think Disney did a solid by grabbing him mm-hmm. and. Um, and, and and building him up to where he is now because I mean I've only seen the classy side of Johnny Depp from his charity work to visiting people in the hospitals to his fan base I mean I got nothing I I I'd man crush on Johnny Depp from day one I mean the guy's a classy guy I really like him you saw my picture of me dressed up as Jack Sparrow for Halloween no yeah but 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 I would hump you I told you that <laughs> yeah you don't you gotta you you don't have to dress up Scott. <laughs> <laughs> that would probably take Jason out of the moment. No, I have a flat-out gay crush on Johnny. Oh. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Yours is just straight-up sexual urges, right? Fuck yes. Just... <laughs> uh, no. Tim? He's, he's up both of our past I have a I have a straight-up bromance man crush on Johnny Depp. I, I love his movies. I love his acting. He's awesome. He's he's phenomenal. Yeah, but doesn't 80% of every man in America have a, a man crush on the dude? Right. I mean, he's a fantastic dude. Mm-hmm. He's, he's I'm a, on the outside looking in here, guys. I, I don't mean, I mean I I, can, I can, don't have that 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 connection with him that you guys have. Really? I don't have a problem with him. I think he I think if you need <laughs> if you need an actor that will give everything he has to the quirky role you've yeah. got Johnny Depp is your guy. He's like Brendan Fraser turned up to eleven, okay? But what? What, what, when I think there's of a combo. De- wait, time. Wait, you have wait, to no, stop. Brendan Fraser is goofy. Yeah, How are you comparing no, yeah. Brendan Fraser okay, and Johnny Depp in the same because sentence? Because neither of them. Brendan Fraser had maybe two good roles in his life. Neither of them will turn down a role. It seems that way, okay? And and and, and you know, eh, Johnny Depp for the last ten years. Has Johnny Depp has only been Jack Sparrow for no. the last ten years? No, absolutely no. not. That is no. incorrect. Sleepy Hollow. He's been the Lone Ranger. Well, he's Tonto. been Tonto. He's been um, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Wasn't that him? If if you say Johnny Depp, yeah. nobody's going to go to Hatter. those movies. Willy Wonka. I I feel you guys. Okay. But no one's going there. I mean, I'll go Willy Wonka. I so, loved Willy Wonka. This, this is that. This is that situation where four out of five dentists. <laughs> I, that's why I said I'm a <laughs> four out of five three sheets host recommend Johnny Depp. I'm Dunn. on the outside looking in. Four out of five okay? three sheets host recommend whiskey. You know, <laughs> I, I enjoyed Johnny Depp when I watched Rango. I enjoyed Rango. That was fantastic. I, and you know, to me, my Johnny Depp movie is always going to be "What's Eating Gilbert Grape." There's but, nothing wrong like, with that. But the thing about Johnny Depp, nothing and I know that. we're going off on a, on a deep dark click hole here. The nah. thing about Johnny Depp is that he get. I, I I love every single movie he's in. Like I really do. Ooh, um, se- secret Window that was fantastic as well. I can forget 
who the actor is when I'm watching him. Yeah, you really can. He, and that's key. You know, you, you talk about Daniel Day-Lewis and, like, losing himself in roles. Johnny Depp totally loses himself in roles. But like, sometimes some of his roles just feels like, oh, this is Jack Sparrow trying to be someone else. Well, I, I, I get that for Matt Hatter. Okay. I do get that I, for Matt I Hatter. I get that, too, because... But he has other movies. He has lost himself in the role. He has become Jack yeah. Sparrow. It, um, what is it called? Helen well, Bottom Carter is Helen well, Bottom Carter in every fucking movie. Well, that's that's well, because you, you can blame that. you can blame but Tim Burton it's a, on that. But but that's the same thing with Johnny Depp. If they like they, they, they Tim Burton and Helen Bottom Carter adopted Johnny Depp, and that's why they all make movies together now. Is that their? I mean, is that their like? Is that their like son? Would would we? Pretty can, much, we they're can... illegitimate. <laughs> Love child. I, I mean, yeah. But, oh, you, I, yeah, I think. I, no, you can't tell me the three of them didn't have. Uh, oh, that, oh, absolutely. There's a lot of black eyeliner involved in it, too. But, but you can't tell me that if he gets picked for these roles, you can't tell me half the people aren't typecasted nowadays anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and, and there's a reason why that you, you see Jennifer Aniston play Jennifer Aniston in every fucking movie she's in, or Megan Fox. It, it's the same or, shit. Yeah, Nicolas Cage as Nicolas Cage but, in a Nicolas Cage film. But you go typecasting. <laughs> that's why I'm so pissed off that Hermione, Hermione, is Belle. Whatever the fucking name is. <laughs> Hermione Granger. <laughs> yes, but I, that's what I relate to. No, I, look, Jason. Jason, you're right. That was not no. a good. That was not a good casting for for Belle. That was a terrible. I agree. I would have much preferred a no name. Exactly. Uh, you know. Exactly. I watched, when I was watching the film. There were there were two people that really stood out to me, and that the was Beast and the Clock. Well, the, no, well, it was it was Lumiere and Cogsworth. It was uh, Ewan McGregor and uh, Ian McKellen. Hmm. Well, that's they, because they can actually sing. That that is true. But they they stole that movie. Uh, and I'm a huge Ian McKellen fanboy. I love well, him. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're talking about people who can actually sing. I love Ewan McGregor. Andrew and I, but, Andrew and I's our first dance was to Elton John's Your Song. But not as Elton John performed it. It was Ewan McGregor's awesome version, version from Moulin Rouge. But but these are people that he can actually sing. Yeah. Listening to the early cuts of, and we're going way off topic now. We but, uh, but we can blame Alice. We can bring it hashtag back. Blame uh, Alice Davis. It, keep, keep but going, but listening to keep the going. early songs, <laughs> she is so overly processed and so yeah, overly auto tuned, and she's not Belle. She's yeah. not. It's not. I'm not gonna. And I'm thing. really sounding like a male chauvinist, but she's not pretty enough. No, yeah, I, 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 I agree. Belle's fa- Belle needs to be naturally um, beautiful. Yes. Have yeah. you Have you that, seen the new Belle doll? No. She looks like a dr- a man in a dress. Yeah. See. Yeah. Now, I mean, when you say the new Belle, you mean like the new Belle the at Disney World? Okay, no, the, the doll. actual yeah. doll. The face looks like the a doll man. that's Listen. built. After Hermione Granger. If I'm buying a doll, it's got a little nipple you blow into to inflate it, okay? I ain't worried about that shit. The doll is horse shit. She's a terrible terrible choice. When we did a meet and greets, Belle came out and grabbed the boy's hands and we went. She was the Belle from the movie. She was gorgeous. She was young. She glowed. She was whistle. I mean, she was perfect for that role. Jason, would you say that as far as princesses go... Belle is the classiest. Yeah. No. Yeah. She has no. the most. No? no. I say Snow White. I agree with that. Really? No. Yeah. 
Snow White's into sevensomes. That's what I mean. Oh, she's man. like, she's all like over the place with a, this. a lady on the streets and like a freak in the sheets, man. She takes all seven <laughs> of them. And then claims she's a virgin at the end of the movie. Whoa. But there's something, there's always something about. Belle has to be intriguing. Yes. With her intelligence. Yeah. She's no, a beautiful is... nerd. She's a beautiful nerd. And she nerd. has to be beautiful. She yep, is the guy. She's the girl that every guy wants. And it's a natural beauty. And I don't get that from her. No. Keaton was the beast at the uh, the Enchanted Tales, you know, thing. Mm-hmm. And I got picked to be the knight because nobody else wanted to. And I was like, shit, Belle, that's my girl. I didn't like Cloacus at the time. So I didn't know of, of, of the, the under the sea world. But I, I'm going to say, man, you, you, put, you, put, you put a yellow dress on a girl and she's got dark hair. I'm going to have a hard time. Uh, a hard no. time. I'm just gonna have a hard time. <laughs> okay, Mikey. Mikey's gonna be a pirate chasing that that chick around. He, he might just be a single pirate, fucking by episode twenty. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. There's, there's. Well, Mikey, maybe. Mikey cried when they took the mermaids out of. There's still oh, one mermaid the left. Ride. No, they're it's not. It's a skeleton. Here's no. the thing. It's All a right, skeleton. this is this is another update. Kind yeah. of situation. Oh, we're back on topic now. Yeah, we're Look back at that. on topic. Ooh, you brought <laughs> us back with bitch. mermaids of all Look things. Look at me. <laughs> Mikey, Mikey's fish fetish has put us back on topic. Um, there's been a few. Every episode revolves around fish fetish, <laughs> as well as should. There's been a few, I guess, tweaks to that first scene. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have the mermaid skeleton now, which wasn't there. We also now have the mermaid box. That wasn't always there. Where they, in the well, movie when they were carrying the, the mermaid? You mean the cloaca? No, I mean the box. It was glass. <laughs> <laughs> a literal box. Uh, Not the slang box. The literal box. It was actually the little box they carried her around in with the uh, water in it. That yeah. actually was there, and then it's not there sometimes, and it's there again. There's also a scene where they had lights and water splashing, and the mermaid song playing in the background. I missed that scene. Um, I, I, if you too. look I saw that really once. close, if you look really close, you can still see the water bubbling sort of yeah. in that spot, but yeah. they don't do the lights and the splashing as much anymore. Lights. And it's it, and it's only on the port side of the boat, not the starboard side. Yes. It used to be on both yeah. sides. Yeah. Um, they made the actual, they had to actually make the boats lighter because boats were bottoming out. So they actually had to change the whole boat out to make them lighter, which is something that I'm hearing Pandora's having an issue with, with boats bottoming out on some of the parts. Now, Adam, are boats bottoming out for the reason of the boats being too heavy or the passengers? People being too heavy. A combination of both. Um, and I'm not saying it to be mean, well, and I'm not, but a lot yes, of it is... Yes, we're not going to discriminate against our poo-sized audience it's it's a combination of both things we're getting heavier as american people damn right we are to hell with that three sheets the finish line group yeah right scott not all of us are six five you know i'm five six okay short (laughs) you are i'm five eight it's you're you're not much taller than you you, have you guys ever heard that uh a guy take posted a facebook uh, story it was about a little brat that was in line the queue for uh the pirates and they they sat down and and uh i think they're right in front of them they came across the coming up to the mermaid and they went oh look there's ariel <laughs> to the kid 
I might have said that once, though. Did on... you? Was that you? Maybe that. <laughs> I thought it was classic. All right. So um, Scott mentioned before something about the pooped pirate and the chasing. Yeah. Um, he actually at one point held a lacy petticoat with a scared woman, and the actual woman was half naked in a barrel behind him. Mm-hmm. And she was the one who was popping up, and he held her clothes pretty much. Um, he was actually changed to the gluttonous pirate first. And then they actually got rid of her, them both all together, and they put Jess Carroll in the bucket. Yeah, and gave Jack's him the key and the map, and yeah, yeah. You know, it's, a, it's a slippery it's, it's, slope it's, downhill after that. Pretty much. I mean, there's oh, they're always updating and tweaking this, right? So, guys, I'm going to pass this off to you, and I guess we'll start with Jason. What would be the one thing you can change in the ride right now that would make this ride a better attraction for you? You know... I, I, you know where they're they're doing the um, now the the women are chasing the the pirates. To me, that just is so hokey. It's just it looks like a um, it, it just looks hokey. It's not it's not to the standard that I think Disney can uh, either. They need to reduce it, and I and I'm saying this in in the most generic sense to a thirty frames per second where it's almost like it's fluid instead of high definition. You know what I mean? Where and maybe even throw a little bit more animatronics in, in there. I mean, that would be – that's the one thing that sticks out where it's like that just kind of d- does it wrong for me is it just looks, looks hokey. Because it looks like they're on, they're on a turntable, right? Exactly. That's, what it looks that's like. all I yeah. picture is a little 45. It looks like a carousel on crack. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. even if all I it was that. doing was rotating like, you know, 40 degrees one way, then 60 degrees the other way, and then like they're – you know, running around a barrel and facing each other like I'm going to faint to the left mm-hmm. and then I'm going to run to the right and go back and forth like sure. that. I think even something like that would, would add a little bit more depth to that, you know, specific vignette. Mm-hmm. You know, I would ride. take that additional step and maybe make the pirate stumbly. Yeah, there you go. You know what? If you're, if you're going to make it hokey, go for the full hokey and just, you know what? Make the pirate stumbly, make the pirate drunk. Just not like a whirling dervish. Put him as bobbleheads. Thing just spin around as bobbleheads. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's been watching heart beeps. <laughs> but that could that would that to me would do it. That would that would change the ride to something where you know what from start to finish, it's smooth and it just rolls. Makes sense. Scott, you're up next. Um, <clears throat> see, the thing I want would probably take this ride down for a year. That first scene, like scene one in Our Pirates, it just it, it's just nondescript. It doesn't do anything for you. You see the the pirate sailing the ship, this the skeleton sailing the ship, and then you drop right down and you're in this cave and there's n- there's no story being told. I would love and, and you know Disneyland has the Blue Bayou area. I would love for you to start a lot longer or at least have a scene where you're going through kind of like the Spanish Caribbean and you're, you're like on the edge of the port town waiting to attack the fort rather than all of a sudden you just get dropped down in the battle. Like talk about the calm before the storm rather than just, you know, go right into the storm. I don't know that that's a, that's that a good first idea. scene. That first scene just doesn't, it's just vanilla Thrown in there. It's thrown in there. Yeah, it's thrown in there. Yeah. I mean, like mm-hmm. there, it's it's like a it's like a a quick. I don't know. It's like a dry hump. You don't you don't really get anything out of it. You you, you just feel raw after you're like, oh, this is weird. 
There's there's a you, yeah, it'd be, it'd be a nice point to put a, a scene of uh, Isla de Morta or yeah, Tortuga. I mean, there's, there's just so much more you could do. You could be, you know, you could have the fort off in the distance and you're sailing along the ocean uh, waiting to attack the fort before you get in there. It, the, the first, the opening scene, you know, with the mist screens and the, the mermaids, just it's just shoehorned in there, doesn't fit with the... Uh, you know the pirates of the Caribbean, and get your get your ass in the Caribbean. You know, feel like you're in the Caribbean. But other than that, sure. the rest of the ride after that is fine. I think that I, I think Jason, you're right. Absolutely, the hokiness of it, it's so fucking hokey. You got it. You got to do something with that. But after that, it's fine. You just that first scene's got to be updated. All right, Mikey, you're up. I wasn't uh, prepared to armchair Imagineer this ride. Um, <laughs> None of us were. I, I uh, threw a wrench in the Yeah. Oh no. He's he's no throwing one. me for a loop here. Um, so I'm gonna I, I'm gonna rest on on my I'm gonna rest on my laurels and say it needs more fire. <laughs> Wait, but no. Maybe Mikey, maybe if not a, unacceptable. This is your perfect Jake in the Neverland pirate situation yeah. right here. No, no, no fuck him because he already wants to put Jake in the Neverland pirates in Figment. He yeah, doesn't get pirates Jake, Jake too. Jake is going into Epcot, you know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I mean, he's wait, already he, there. He, if it's right in, in the gift shop, I'm with yeah, you. Yeah, but Mikey, um, but couldn't couldn't that fire? And, and I'm going to agree with you 100. percent Couldn't that fire be a little bit more realistic than paper blowing up from a fan? Well, now, now Jason, Jason, hold on, hold on. Because in 1967, mm-hmm. when they when when the Anaheim Fire Department came to inspect that ride and to yeah. make sure everything was up to code, the the fire department inspector was like, "You you need you need some sort of like fire alarm system." Well, we don't have any fire. That's not real fire. It's like, yeah, but your guests are gonna think that's real fire. And they made them install a fire alarm system in the ride in Disneyland. It works better in Disneyland. It does. It looks better in Disneyland than it does doesn't in it look hokey? It doesn't look like hokey and and no. uh, and I mean in our in, in Disney World's Pirates doesn't it's that little, fire just look like it is a little bit hokey still. They haven't they haven't dated. updated it at all. And that it's technology dated. exists because I was using it in my uh, Plains Land uh, ride with the the forest fire. So. Yeah, Jason, you, you can replace that fire in the village with, with you know, a, a better quality. It, it's a projection on a mist yes. like yes. most everything else is, but it would look better. And you know what? Why don't we have a few um, w- little uh, propane jets yes. out there during the when, – when, 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 when you're, you're going through the whole, you know, battle against the fort, you know? A little, a little fire on the water from oil or something. Ooh. doesn't even matter. That'd Doesn't cool. have to be anything. Just give me some fucking fire out there somewhere because I'm already getting soaked from these fake cannon splashes. <laughs> that room, that room is big enough to do it. You have it to is. It is. It is. There's, there's plenty of room. You know, someone. Can we talk about that motherfucker put his finger under the boat last year or two years ago and lost <laughs> oh, his fucking <laughs> finger on the ride? Oh. And now nobody can sit in the back yeah. row. I mean, son of a bitch, how idiot are you to think? I wonder how deep this is and. Why do you wonder how deep it is? You know how deep it is not. I've first of all, I've I'm, never, I'm done. I, I've Fuck never stuck my hand in that water. So could you make a shirt where it's just a fingertip and it just all it <laughs> says is Pirates of the Caribbean? 
Give her the just tip. Finger tip. I just the tip. I survived pirates. A fingertip. Finger fingers. No. No. Brow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh. Um, speak, Mikey. Speaking of that, that cannon. The the fart. The fort scene. Um, <laughs> the fart scene. <laughs> the fart scene. <laughs> sorry, my St. Louis accent just came out. <laughs> Really the fart bad. scene. Fart, farty far and 60 far are the same thing. Uh, like five people will get that. Mark will get that. Um, Attaboy, Mark. Did Mark Berwick. Uh, Mark, did, Mark Berwick. Did anyone notice the last time we rode that, I've noticed that the cannon fire is less pronounced than it used to be. Mm-hmm. A couple years ago, yeah. you would feel like this shot of air go across your head and you'd feel your hair move. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I would feel and my then, hair and move. And then you get a big splash. Mm-hmm. And then you would I would feel, feel like, it across my scalp. Yeah, yeah you would feel your hair. You'd, <laughs> you'd, feel, you'd feel like this jet of air go across you, and then all of a sudden, a big explosion of water would come up from the from the side. And I feel like the jet of air is gone. I think you're right. I never noticed it on our, our last trip. I oh, really I feel the air. I feel the air right about here on my on my armpit area. Fuck you. So <laughs> that's a, that's a so, short joke so what for, you're the, saying, for the listeners. Jason is, is 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 the air comes across at Walt's brow line. That's <laughs> from the Uncle Walt T-shirt. That's that's, that's what you're. You know, I no, I, I didn't notice it. I mean, I noticed the splashes and I understood what was going on with it. Um, maybe this time I'll actually pay attention and maybe I'll I'll notice the air. Because I want to be also say things. that at one point there was lights. Where the water would shoot up. There was. There was like yeah, there, there was, was like, much more special they, effects in there and I feel like they've they've mm-hmm. dumbed that down a little bit. You know, for lack of a better word. Well, I don't know if they did they dumb it down or was there shit breaking? Probably probably the breaking, they don't want to fix it. They it, yeti it, it's, it's it disco it's too yeti. much of a headliner <laughs> to have down for a long period yeah. of time. Hey Wizenhunt. People would be pissed. Wednesday I think we're gonna be at Magic Kingdom together. We should try to meet up and do this pirates ride together. Let's do it. Wait, Jason. I do want you to see a, pictures. Do you have a book of your like itinerary? Oh, I keep. You notes. have no idea, Scott. That's a <laughs> whole notes. other conversation because we skyped um, on Friday night. God. My wife, myself, Rachel's wife. I mean, sorry. Ha! <laughs> oh God, we're not just Mormon. We're lesbian Mormon. Jason's wife, Rachel. Uh, <laughs> Rachel's wife. <laughs> man. Jason, I apologize. You t- tell your wife I apologize for that because I'm looking forward to meeting her. And you're not about apologizing to him, but you're <laughs> apologizing to his wife. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, you kill me. You kill me, really, Mike. <laughs> I, I wish Jason would just crack a fucking smile at this point. Man. I know. The four of us are laughing, and Jason's like, <laughs> This motherfucker. Don't care. No, like, Jason's over there like, I would expect nothing less from this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, tr- sir! I've I've had so yours. much mine. It, it, it's 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 no. Uh, yes, Jason. Let's. Let, Jason has notes. He knows where I will be and when. <laughs> so if anybody's looking to stalk me, contact him through Facebook. Um, but yeah, I I am totally down. If we can, if if we want to do that, yeah, we can sh- we can all all pile into one boat and we'll try to sink that fucker. Jason, Jason, if that happens, you you Facebook live that shit. I want to see that. I don't think I've ever. I've never done a Facebook live. Scott, Jason, Mike, I will. I will hold. I will hold your hand the whole way. I might get a little gropey. But... <laughs> oh, I got popcorn. You know, it's Wait, a special special. You bucket. know, Jason, <laughs> he doesn't have a cloaca, Mikey. 
but he, he's, he's got a man acre, and that's close. <laughs> he, might, he might have a 12-inch pirate car. <laughs> no, but you know Mikey wants to set everything on fire. Well, the, the, other, the other side of that is if you wanted to tie it back into the movies a little bit, nope. one of the weirdest... Okay. We're not tying it back into the movies. No, no, I go ahead. I like the scene where there was some... And I, and, and I may be getting any one of five different movies mixed up here. But weren't they all kept in, like, cages and... and in like bamboo cages, you know, yep. just above the water's edge. The swinging yep. cages. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, you know, that, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. That That's some kind of, I don't know how you do it. See, I get it confused because fucking Waterworld had people in cages over the water. Fucking King Kong had people in cages over the water. So, you know what, Disney? Fucking come up with your own idea. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tim. Fucking Waterworld. Well, I, I originally... I. I originally had an idea to bring back the Barker Bird, but bring him back to be more interactive, like MILF, like Monsters Inc. Left Floor, where he actually interacts with guests. But now, I'm thinking, bring more of the movies back into it, and let Dia Dharma tell the story. Ooh. She's one of my favorite characters of the whole yeah. franchise of the movies. Oh, that's a good one. Let her start telling the story. I like that. I don't... I don't pay attention to the films. Um, which one is she? Is she the Calypso lady? Yes. Yes. Okay. That's yeah. And and okay. you can actually have a Diadarma 2.0 well, animatronic to make her like all and, fluid. And, and we could have that Bayou scene from when you go through with the with the the, the mm-hmm. palmetto yep. trees. Oh when they first my go god! To see her. I just I just I I just you just look like you pants. saw your first pair of tits. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh, guys, he's he's done edging. He just came. Guys, I need, I need, I need, I need to go change my underwear. <laughs> At this point, I'm only in my underwear because it's harder than balls down here in Arkansas right now. Guys. Meanwhile, we have the fucking heat on today. So, uh, three sheets after dark, sponsored by whiskey. So, so Adam, Adam, if you know, we've all we've all answered your question. Did you did you come up with anything, or did you just rely on us to, to actually? This? No, to be honest with you, I've always been fascinated by pirates, and I'm not talking about necessarily the ride or the even the movie. I would like to bring it to a point where we have we tell a story of some of the actual pirate legends that we have. With I mean, Look. yes, Blackbeard, and I love the story that they did with it, but. But actually, tell the true story of Blackbeard, Captain Morgan, and Bartholomew. Yes, just, Adam. Just that's, are you back. sure you want to like? This could be a Wish. perfect Imagineer, man. Are you sure you want to give that up for? Because I mean, we could do an Imagineer episode on pirates, and that's perfect. Okay, Wish. I'm down right. for that. Spoiler alert: We'll do I'm that. I'll for gladly that. do that because that's a awesome. because I I've always it's it, as a kid I was always fascinated by them as. My huge ass tattoo on my leg is a is the pirate symbol. I just, I've always found them fascinating, and it's just it's it's a it's the 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 sea fearing and like the the mythology of it all. Adam is a and big fan of semen. The, the... <laughs> Holy shit! He went there. As, as long as you're eating enough pineapple, everything tastes good. <laughs> Yeah, no asparagus, guys. Garlic either. 
Tomatoes are really bad, too, for that Jason, matter. Jason, you but... really don't want your dick sucked tonight, do you? <laughs> nope. I like my garlic tonight. <laughs> she's fucking dropping the... Whatever she's got in her hand, it's already on the floor. And she's like, you And I, we officially broke... This is the first time we broke... Scott. <laughs> yeah. Adam... I will come out. I, I will. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not coming out. But <laughs> <laughs> Mikey's coming out to say he likes semen. That's too. right. You know. God, that's um, a bonus for me, man. <laughs> my, what you're talking hey, about? Mikey, that's about your, you better put that on a short this week with your little face thing doing. <laughs> you have to. Well, yeah, well, you haven't done it a short in a while. You got to do a oh, short. I knew. This is officially my favorite episode ever. I just I, there's so much mythology, there's so much history there that we never touch on and we never discuss yeah. because it's an awkward time. And yes, you can make it family friendly, but at the same time, it's history, it's learning, and that's it just is, honestly the way I feel about it. I want an animatronic in Paris that says, "I am the captain now." I am the captain now. <laughs> <laughs> I am the captain. I want I want an animatronic Captain oh, Morgan. Man. Why not? I mean, you had you had, but at the end Which, of the day, when you look at pirates and the history of pirates, you had women. They were all inclusive. Yeah. You mm-hmm. had women captains. You had gays. You had you name it. The pirates were the original group that accepted pretty much everybody. They were the original hitters. Yeah, as long as you're willing to rape, pillage, plunder, rifle and loot, rifle and loot. At the end of the day, it's do your and own fucking up. thing. Drink art, me hearties, yo. There still was a code, though. Of course, always there was. was. Yes, they were, exactly. They were, they were civilians at the same time as being lecherous. Mm-hmm. And I, I would think they had, be, the, they had the morals. That. Yeah. I, I look. That's I, my I, I think. I, I mean, pirates is always been eat more pineapple. <laughs> more eat more pineapple. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Pog juice. <laughs> Pog juice. Uh, Pirates has always been one of my favorite attractions. I, th- I think it's it's probably my favorite attraction in the entire Disney world. I love it. If if I don't go yeah. on Pirates during a trip, I feel like it's a lost trip. Mm-hmm. It is. Like there's. We almost we came really close to canceling a trip because really Pirates close. might have been closed. Uh, we yeah. were down there for the refurb, and it, and it killed me. And and we actually planned another trip that year that was on on plans uh because we wanted to see the, the refurbishments of pirates i mean it brought us back down there have have any of the other three of you guys did the uh the pirates quest game i've watched yes, other me. people play it. Yes, i've never done have. it play it play it's it fun. it's way better than um sorcerers the uh sorcerers of the magic kingdom it's so interactive now that Ethan's getting no, to that is. age, I think I could play with him. I would it definitely is. play that with him. It, it looks it's cool. More, it's more along the lines of Agent P. Oh, he loves pirates. When you guys were here last week, I forgot to show you the book that we got him, the, the Pirates of the Caribbean book. He he, he told us yeah, about I, it. I told you about it, but he, he, he we go to bed every night. No, he told every us about it, too. Read it, and he says things like, Shift your cargo, dearie. Show them your larboard side. <laughs> we anchor now, you swabbies. What be I offered for this winsome wench? Stout-hearted and corny. Hey, by the pound. Shift your cargo, dearie. Show them your larboard side. We watch the best thing ever. Let's. I just want to touch on this really quick. We met up in uh, 
Disney mm-hmm. in April, and that was a last week was the first time we saw Scott since then and Ethan, and we walked into Scott's house and the first thing Ethan goes was like he rips one he goes not again oh, yeah, no. <laughs> and that was like the <laughs> that was like the joke in in Disney when we were there so he remembers this kid is amazing he's three years old he he's like. A ten-year-old. He's hysterical. Three-year-olds don't remember things a month, two months. Dude, if he didn't apart. say anything, I wouldn't have remembered it. Yeah, he, he's, he's, <laughs> a, he's a fun. He's a fun kid. He's a good he's little a kid. kid. Um, but I, I'm definitely looking forward to doing that with him because I've I've seen other people play it and it looks fun. It, it's more along the lines of Agent P, where it's more interactive. Mm-hmm. There's things that happen or like things pop up. There's it's more interactive, like. It's not so much where you're holding up a fucking card to a screen yeah. and a video monitor. You actually have up. to figure it's out like less... maps. Map reading is yes. Yes. map reading 101. My son, had, he, he didn't give two shits. He grabbed the map, and he was walking, and he parted the Red Sea. He didn't give a fuck who was in front of him. <laughs> he just grabbed his map, and he's like gone, and people were That's just awesome. parting awesome. away, man. Because he, But I let him find everything. You know, it's, it's you let a five-year-old, you give your five-year-old your map, and you go, let's find it, and he's able to piece everything together. You know, it, 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 there's a lot more learning involved than just a game. I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. and and like Adam says, the interaction with ship popping out of the water, it's it, it's it's a blast because it gives awesome. them that gratification of completing the mission. Hell, it gave me gratification yep. of completing the mission. Yes, and absolutely. I, I'm, I'm a sucker for. Yeah, you know what? You can do anything on a video screen. To be yeah. fair, mm-hmm. but at the you. You show me something that I might not have seen before. You show me something hidden behind something else. You show me water. You show me things flipping around, things popping up. I'm down because it's real life. It's it, it's 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 touchable. It's it it makes it more real. Yep. Because they put that there for you. You know, when, when you solve it, it was put there for you exactly on a Thursday. To see that shit with with the addition of this whole the whole pirates adventure thing, um, Andrea took Ethan to the restroom, and I was kind of waiting for them to to come out. There's that little nook right next to where you walk to the restrooms. There's like a it looks like yep. just a an alcove mm-hmm. of just random shit. That's and, that's one of the areas. Yeah, it's one of the mm-hmm. areas where you I think where you mm-hmm. do the pirates league because I saw someone yep. or the pirates adventure because I saw someone do it. I stood there for a good 10 minutes and just looked at everything in that little alcove. And I'm like, there's so much randomness here mm-hmm. that it's, it can't be random. It was, it was really not. cool to just like sit there and it's look at not. everything. In everything there. is planned. Everything is planned. It's, uh, it's very cool. Very cool. Yeah, very I, cool. I'm going to, I'm going to tell you honestly, those things, all those little quests, like the Easter egg hunt, will make you recognize and realize how much fucking detail they actually put into these places. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. to be honest with you, we hunted the Easter eggs down in um, Epcot, and we still didn't find them mm-hmm. all because it was driving me nuts. But it, it, it just take, it, it takes you out of it to sit there and realize I'm not in a theme park. I am in something that's so dedicated to taking me out of my element and to putting me someplace else. Mm-hmm. That I've never realized half the stuff that goes on here, and that's, and, and, that's, and that's what I get from that appreciation of doing Sorcerers of the Kingdom, doing all the little hokey stuff that like mm-hmm. nobody else does because it, they feel they're too old for it. 
Hell, yeah. we don't have kids and fucking enjoy it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's still what Disney does best. At the end of the day, they take you out of, you know, and that was Walt's intention. I want people to forget that they live in the real world for a day. Just absolutely lose yourself in this world and forget all your problems. Forget that you're, you know, you got a, you got a whiny brat kid at home, but all of a sudden he loves it there. You know, forget. Going back to the ride itself before we move on, um, Tim, did you mention the Skull Rock in the beginning? Uh, Maybe I missed that. You know where you come in and you can see the skull, but as you get closer, it distorts because all the rocks are in different. That is probably one of my favorite illusions of the ride, and I didn't know if you if you caught that or not. And um, you're, I, 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 I would miss, I missed that. Okay, good thing you caught that. I didn't talk about that. Where where is this part? Right when you come in, you look off to the distance, and there's a big skull rock. I mean, it's a huge skull. But as you get closer, the teeth are just kind of pull away, and then the uh, head pulls oh, away. Oh, in the, the first scene, in, like, the yes. opening scene. Yeah. yeah, right. It's all about the angles. Yeah, it's, Correct. it's the shadow thing they do, right. they do. yeah. It, it, look, there's some good parts about that first scene, but it, you know, seeing, you know, having grown up at Disneyland, it's pales in comparison to Disneyland's first scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is nothing right now that beats Disneyland's Pirates for me. Yeah. I'm sorry. No. There, there, there's nothing that encompasses it. it. It just, it takes you right there. The the freaking, when after that fight scene when the wood is like all blown up and it's above you and the boat's destroyed and it, you don't have that any place else. Yeah. And that, it really takes what, you there. What do you think the average ride should be where, like, you know, when you get on Pirates... You do the ride and like, oh, that was a good ride. What would be the average duration of a ride where you would feel complete? Like you would feel like you got a three-course meal and you left there going, fuck, that was awesome. I feel complete. What, 15 minutes, you think? For a, I don't well, think for a boat a ride? To be fair, my honest opinion, I don't think it's a length thing. And it, okay. it's... <laughs> <laughs> too many jokes to be made there. <laughs> Sorry. Way too it's all about girth. There. It's all about the width, I know. But He's, but it, Adam's right. It's about the experience. Yeah. It's about wherever you can... Um, Soren is a prime example of this. I am suspending... If you can get me to suspend my belief for five seconds and realize I'm someplace else... Sure. You won. Sure. It, it has nothing to do with the, the time I'm on an attraction. It has nothing to do with any of that. Just suspend my belief for five minutes. Don't ask me. I don't want to think about how it was done. I don't want to know about that. I want to just experience this. And when you get me to that point, it doesn't matter how long I've been there. Mm-hmm. Well, well think, of it, think of it like that, like Seven Dwarfs Mine, Mine Train. It's, what, a minute and a half? But I feel so shortchanged from that ride, though. I get very... Again, you're looking at New Fantasyland, which is geared towards kids. I know, but sure. but even even riding that ride, and I know... Uh, look, I've ridden it four times now. I like it, but at the end mm-hmm. of the day, it's only a minute and a half, and I still feel like that ride in a minute and a half, you get a really good... Uh, when you go through that, that mine, the, the mine where all the dwarves are, it's a great scene. I think the rest of it needs work, needs improvement. It's a great scene. It mm-hmm. really does. It Give justice. me Tower of Terror theming. Yeah. Well, Tower of Terror, I think, is That's the best what, theme but, attraction but, but, overall. But to be fair, th- that attraction is not that long. No. When no, it's you not. really truly think it, about the time you're your spending. Example. 
There's your That's example. exactly it. It's a it's a three minute but, ride, three minutes max. The theming is out of this world. That you are taking me someplace else. You are taking me out of Florida. You are taking me into this situation, the Twilight Zone. You are making me feel something. And unfortunately, many of those Imagineers are not with the company anymore. They're over. And you the you've got you've got cast members on Tower of Terror that are dressed appropriately for that attraction and they do interact with you and they do a before and job. right after you get on and off the ride but so, again i can't compare new fantasy land to something that's geared to an older audience yeah and that's enough. where that disconnect is where i'm doing with new fantasy land is geared towards children you're a more adult preteen, teenage transactions are geared towards something different Granted, I don't get that feeling from Rock and Roller Coaster. I don't think I ever will. Because it, it's meant to be a thrill It's meant to be a looping roller coaster. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Tower of Terror is a prime example of a three-minute ride. That, that whole build-up, when you're walking through the hotel, that is one of the most That's the best intriguing ever. places. Ever. If you get into that room and you really... because. It's one of the places I take the most pictures of because there's always something new that I notice that's like, wow. I mean, I, I never recognized this before. There are creepy statues throughout the queue. Mm-hmm. There's there's all the dust written books. And it's just it's that it takes me away from myself. We'll have a DHD segment on that as well, uh, that because that is one of the best overall rides uh, in in the in the entire resort. Bar none. And at the end of the day, it's fucking free fall in Great yeah. Adventure. Yep, absolutely. But they do it. It's it's you know. Uh, ca- it's all about the theming. What was the what was the ride that was uh it was the same thing in California? They had the 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 thing that shuts out the Maliboomer. Mm-hmm. It's, it's they, Malibu. They have it in freaking yeah. Dorney Park. Yeah. I mean, any place you go, they're going to have a free fall where it drops you and yep. launches you up a bunch of times. They yeah. There is nothing like to a, taking take me out level. of myself. Yeah. But uh, 66% of my kids liked it. <laughs> well, you know, he'll he'll appreciate it much later in life when he's not no, a brooding, he won't. when he's not a brooding no, he, teenager. He, he he is not writing it on our next trip. He's already said <laughs> so he, he is perfectly content who to was babysit that? the kids who can't get up. My oldest son. Did he write it? Oh, he did write it the first time. Yeah, he did. Oh, and I've got did photos you see, that showed you've how seen well his stone he cold it. face. <laughs> stone cold doesn't even come close to. Was he scared or what, what? What was his? He's he he doesn't really care for heights. Okay, and, and that <laughs> was he he wrote it twice just because we you know we had a fast pass and then there was like a zero minute wait to get on it again. So we we're like, let's go again, you know. <laughs> and he did it because we did it. Okay. But his 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 expression didn't change between the two rides. If anything, it got more sullen. <laughs> he, he's, he, he doesn't like and, – and finally he comes out and says, I don't like heights. I don't want to ride that again, which is fine. Tell us that. Which, I mean, I understand he couldn't tell us that before he wrote it, but he didn't have to go on it a second time. So this next time – you know, he, he's sitting with the kids not big enough to ride it, and he's, he's more than happy to hang out with with the toddlers and the and the, the eight-year-old uh, because he that's the one ride that just he didn't like it, and, and it just it didn't sit well with him. And, you know, God love him. He rode it twice with the whole family. 
But he, whereas you know Boston, who was ten at the time, he he was buckled in. But when when the uh, when the the bottom drops out of Tower of Terror, he was jumping up out of his seat that half an inch or whatever he could get and throwing his legs up. So he was honestly free falling. There was no contact between his ass and the seat until he went back up again. That's awesome. Uh, you know, but but no, Ricky Ricky's not Ricky's not going on it again, and uh, and I'm okay with that because someone's got to watch the uh, three year old. <laughs> it ain't gonna be me. It might be your daddy. He didn't like it either. Um, but uh, but Mikey, hi, Mikey, how you doing? <laughs> Pantsless and all, dude. I am. I, I have <laughs> dropped trout. How are you doing? Uh, I'm I'm awesome now. I'm feeling good. I want to know what's coming up on the magical meltdown. You just went, you just went and peed, didn't you? <laughs> I did. <laughs> That's what I thought. I'm corked up over here. Can't go to the back door, and I got I got to fling one off the porch. Um, um, what's What's happening up with the magical meltdown? Because there is a new there's a new T-shirt that you debuted this week. I did. I did. I always seem to debut I, shit after people have already bought shit, which pisses people <laughs> I off. I want this shirt in the worst way. And, and, and I'm sorry that I do this. The question I mean, is, did 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 Johnny and Matt buy one already? Uh, no. Probably. I, I've only, I've the, only had one no, purchase on it. No, to be so fair, far. the question is, how many people bought the festival shirt? <laughs> I think I'm the only person. That, that's the shirt that I got from last week when I said I couldn't remember. I got the festival shirt. I told my wife, order me that shirt. If if that shirt survives through the summer, I'm buying that shirt for my September trip. I'm buying Droid Story for my September trip. And I'm buying an Ulta Walt, an Uncle Walt. You know, the the newest one, the Droid Story. Um, I'm not really hot with, with graphics design, okay? I put these shirts up. For the most part, I'm not that great. That Fooled one, I spent, I, spent, I spent an entire fucking day on that. And my wife will Dude. tell you, I didn't touch a damn thing at the house. <laughs> Listen, what, you, what, you, Mikey, you can, you can suck your own dick with these shirts because all the shirts <laughs> that you put up have been yeah. fantastic. I just, I just I got that idea. And my first idea was just to have R2 done up as Buzz Lightyear. I thought, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. But then I thought, no, wait a second. Buzz needs Woody. Everybody needs mm-hmm. a Woody. So R two needs C three PO. Exactly. So I, you know, I, I threw a hat on Woody and gave him some breeches, and you know, uh, it was it was fun making them. And then once I had them all put together, and I'm like, you know, mocking up the shirt, trying to figure it out. I'm like, hey, it just uh, it does it just doesn't look right until I put until I realized what to call it. And just Droid Story came out. And I'm, I'm 100% certain that someone else somewhere on the internet has done this before. Because it's, it's the fucking internet. Yeah, right. I haven't seen it. <laughs> the internet has too much time on their hands. Ex- yeah, the internet does. And so I made this, and I'm, I'm happy with it because, you know, it, it, I put a lot of time into it. Uh, obviously, the pirate cock is going to be another shirt that people want um, because fucking it's a pirate cock. And well, and it's and, it, and it's our group. I mean, we we are going I to need rock that, that shirt. We have these fucking fans that will they love everything you produce, Mikey. You could literally put a thermoplastic animatronic cock on a shirt, and Johnny Renfro is going to bite and wear it to the park. But I like Johnny, so I'm I'm not going to do anything to get his AP revoked. That's true. <laughs> 
Um, because Ariel wasn't a fan of his fish fetish shirt when it got closer to her. <laughs> <laughs> Ariel wasn't a fan of his fish fetish shirt when he got closer to her. That was still, that's still the greatest story ever. <laughs> that, He's still that, my hero. That photo is the epitome of I'm paid to be here. And dear God... Please. Don't let this guy touch Please. me. Any more than he's already touching me. His arm is around me. Well, I, Holy shit, fish have cloacas. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, um, I, I don't know what's coming up, really. I Besides mean, pirate I, cock. It, it, see, you know, it, it, yeah, it, it seems like I, I do something new every week. And then Hashtag I, I, blame Alice yeah, Davis. Yeah, blame Alice Davis. I still, I still want an Alice Davis t-shirt with her holding a hacksaw. <laughs> I I only know one Alice and she's currently in chains. So you're going you're going to have to give me a minute oh, he's on that. There's, there, look, I, for for those a shirt for, for those that, of though. you who don't know Alice Davis, Alice Davis is one of the funniest people ever. She is hysterical. She's really hysterical and I, I, I think that there's there's plenty of stories to be told about her, but uh if she if we could get a t-shirt of her wearing a hacksaw would be awesome the best way for 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 other disney fans like you listening to the show to help help them find our show because the more the more reviews that we get the the more five star reviews we get the, the more we're going to be seen on iTunes and we're going to we're going to be reaching a bigger audience and and we want to we want to reach as many of these disney people that aren't afraid to speak their mind about disney aren't afraid to be a little bit drunk about disney we don't care about that we are happy to have those people Jason, is it winter or is it summer? It's June. Dude, we have the heat on here. Dude, it's freezing down here, man. I'm in a tank top in my underoos, so. Oh. Jason, Scott, Jason has I, I, Jason's wrapped himself in a blanket. He is he is he is looking for human contact at this point. It looks like it is actually. Uh, I think it's Star Wars. Wars. It's Star Wars. Is that Natalie Portman? Who is that's that? um, Rebels? Oh, Rebels. Natalie. It it's Star Wars Rebels. Star Wars Rebels. 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 Um, Rebels. Okay, Scott, as Rebels as as the guy who does most of like the behind the scenes techie mm-hmm. kind of work as far as you know publishing and stuff like mm-hmm. that, I don't know. I mean, and we want the reviews. Well, don't the, get me wrong. The reviews help push us. I don't know how much that shit helps because fucking just tell your friends. That's true. You I, know what? There, You're there's right. P, there, there's Fuck podcasts the that haven't had an episode in three so you know years. What? That are ranked we, we could have us, fifty so. fucking reviews. I don't give a shit. What I give a shit is our listeners, the guys who are the guys and gals who are part of our group, who enjoy every episode we put out yeah. every week. Yeah, when That's when what when, we when, when we see two and three people join our Facebook group at a time, that means more to me than a five star review because they want to hear what we have to type because they're already hearing what we have to say. And what's better is they get to read what our other group members have to say, which is a lot better than what I'm trying to say right now. So (laughs) what what I'm getting at is these these other drunks are better at wording than I am. Normally we're having to translate Jason-y. We're having to translate Mike. Well, that's because except on Thursday nights – our Facebook group is sober for most of the week until Thursday night hits, and then it's all like shit hits the fan. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, unless someone's at the park, and if they're at the park, yeah. then we're getting like pictures like crazy. Uh, if you're, in, yeah, and and we have, we've had we've had a couple people in the parks. Uh, it, it, Jamie Doris, it, 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 they were in the parking lot drinking. 
You're damn right they if, were. If anybody's in the park, I will pay money to you gladly for a fucking pride shirt. Like, a lot. Oh, yes. Disney released a new pride shirt this week. So if you've been in the park... This weekend... PM... This weekend was Pride Weekend in Disney. And Disney actually does... They don't sponsor it themselves, but they accept it. And every year they introduce a, a shirt or a hat or something. And this, this year's shirt is phenomenal. And if any of our listeners... Shot. Shot. Or in the parks... And one shot. Shot. I'm dry. I, got I finished a whole bottle of scotch. Have you guys, do you guys got the Shop of Parks app? Can't have find you, yes. it. Yes. Yeah, I, 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 I tried mm. to find it. You can't look. And if anybody is in the parks and want to pick the shirt up for us, I will gladly pay you for it. Send us two. One large, one extra large. One medium, and we one large. Pay you for it. <laughs> Johnny Renfro. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Johnny Renfro and Uncle Tim, we're talking to you. Yeah. One uh, going back to the the people in the group, uh, we had um, we had someone that was down there drinking. It was hotter than hell too. Oh gosh, yes. Uh, she was down there with her. Uh, I don't know who you're talking her, about. Uh, boyfriend, boyfriend. Her husband. I don't remember what her name was. Boyfriend. And she's like, um, "Well, I'll, I'll post some more. You know, I apologize if I'm posting too much or or something to that effect." And I'm like, "Don't ever apologize for posting too many drink pictures on the group or pictures. Period." You're not going to overflow the group. Just post them. Posting is the posting is the best way to have friends in our group. That's what we want. Yes, we want the interaction. And our group, I mean, we I've I've been watching our group and I've been watching all the members they're connecting with each other. Not just with us. They're connecting with each other. And it's just evolved into this whole thing that everybody is just the interaction in our group is amazing. The world would be a better place if everybody was drunken at Disney. Yeah, Absolutely. I, and That's I want to apologize. It's it's not Jamie Doris. It's Jason Doris. It was I know it was a J number, but you know, or J letter, okay. whatever. You know what he, he he's, he's fine with Jamie. I'm going to officially call him <laughs> Jamie from now on. He might be. He might be okay with uh, Jason. Jason, you were talking about Ashley Nicole. She was posting from from the parks, uh, yes. drinking in like mm-hmm. 95 degree heat, and Waiting right. in line at Pandora. Like yeah. Uh, and Jason was in the parking lot drinking, which um, we, we we have taken drinking at Disney to new levels in the hallways, balconies, parking lots. I don't think they're higher levels. I think <laughs> I think we're we're at the lower levels of drinking. I, well, I was on the Disney. fifth. I was on the fifth floor at Boardwalk. Is that the highest level I could get? <laughs> Well, we we started with the bar review, yeah, which was supposed to be like you know the high end level of drinking, and now we we have fully embraced getting sloshed wherever you can. I mean, if you're fucking, <laughs> if you if Sorry. if you're shotgunning a tall boy in the bathroom, <laughs> well, until, underneath Rapunzel, fucking go for it and send us pictures until someone <laughs> takes a shot at, on the picture at Tower of Terror. That's the highest. <laughs> You, you would get your own yeah, shirt. you would get your own shirt. That's the highest level we could take this to. I, I mean, altitude-wise. So, if you want to become part of our Facebook group and have fun with us, go over to Facebook. <laughs> what? <laughs> go over to facebook.com slash group slash three sheets. Become part of the Three Sheets Nation. Share your in-park pictures. Share how you keep at Disney at home. Share your drinks that you're drinking at home. Just just hang out with us there. If you have friends that love Disney as much as you do, invite them. Make them part of the group. We'll approve them. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll, 
will bombard their timeline with with three sheets nation stuff. Uh, it, it's a fun group. I, I, I like the dynamic we have. I'm, I'm sure the the four of us, the the other four of you guys do as well. It's it's a uh, wait for it, phenomenal group. Phenomenal. I'm not phenomenal. taking a shot right now. That wouldn't be good. <laughs> but uh, as we uh, as we leave here tonight, Mikey, how much fun have you had? Now that you have now that you have to edit this week's show. I've I've had enough booze that I no longer feel like the left side of my face is on strike <laughs> from the right side. I've got all kinds of uh, physical and chemical and other type of um, abnormalities happening within me. I feel like Two Face from <laughs> Batman, of which I was drinking earlier. So uh, I'm, but right now though, I'm feeling pretty good. I, I want to go ride pirates. Uh, thanks Shanghai, because you've still got something that's that 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 is outstanding with the Pirates of the Caribbean name tag on it. Uh, fucking Harry Potter showed up. He's the boy who lived. <laughs> we we covered the game. Star Trek. So yeah, and Star Trek. Yeah, it. I mean, uh, Harry Potter, Pirates of the Caribbean, and Star Trek. This is fucking Disney. <laughs> oh, Jason, have you warmed up yet? Or are you still cold? But oh, I'm fine. I'm comfortable now. You want closing remarks? Yeah, I do. Make me cry. <laughs> um, no, I got I got nothing. I got nothing. What? But you guys have a good week. It's, it was a busy weekend. It's going to be even a more busy week this week. And I look forward to uh, our guest editor Mikey doing a freaking amazing job on this two hour and fifty minute show. <laughs> <laughs> this will be the longest episode you're, of you're Three not Sheets. Helping me, Eddie. Three sheets history, and uh, everyone's gonna love it. Because yeah, Mikey isn't gonna edit shit. I'm, I'm just gonna go save as, and then uh, <laughs> 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 we're gonna upload. Fucking do it! Just do it. Pirate cops it. everywhere, man. Adam. All right, here we go. Yo ho! Strike your colors, you brazen winch. As dysfunctional as we all are, we're a fucking family. No matter what we say to each other. No matter how angry we get with each other, no matter what stupid sayings we say to each other, I love each and every one of you as a brother. And I feel open enough to argue with you, fight with you, and just be a family with you guys. So, and that goes for everybody on Facebook, that goes for everybody in our group, that goes especially for you guys too. If I'm comfortable enough to sit there and say, speak my mind, that means something to me. And I don't get to do that often because I have to bite my tongue a lot at work. I have to bite my tongue a lot in my real life situation. So, guys, I love you. I can be an asshole at times. I can come on strong. And that's it. You're my brothers to the end. Ohana? Ohana. Ohana. Nobody gets left behind. Ohana. Can I do an addendum to that? You can do an addendum to that. Is that the correct word? Tim? Adam? You guys are, are have a piece of my heart. And when I say brother, I mean brother. And when I say peace, I mean peace. Okay. Ohana, buddies. Ohana. Tim, I'm, Ohana. I, I could probably skip you tonight. That 
<laughs> Don't ever skip me, bitch. Well, I haven't, I haven't skipped Adam. I haven't skipped you, and I haven't skipped Jason. <laughs> Mikey, on the other hand. No, I was firsties. Oh wait, you, yeah, know, what? Right. you know what? Hold on. I, I, I'm like sloppy fourths right now. Give Tim, his, give Tim his due. If you got a 12 inch cock, stay away from Alice Davis. <laughs> oh jeez. Um, first of all, I want to say this has been one of my favorite episodes just because of the content of it, um, and you know where we are in this in the show. I've had a great time tonight, but holy shit, guys. We went through three hours without making a fucking redhead joke. Because he's the About editor Mikey. this time. We're not. I actually had a comment, right? And I was behaved. You can't, you can't call them redheads now. We did not mention the redhead. Personally, I think, I think redhead is way more politically correct than ginger. From where I'm sitting here, you know, in my underwear and my tank top. They, were, they actually changed light bulb. In Disney during that scene. It used to be right now. It's white. I don't know why. <laughs> Let's wrap this shit up. I gotta take a piss. Me too. <laughs> well, uh, in in um in respect of Tim's bladder, from all of us here at Three Sheets of the Mouse, thank you for making our show part of your Disney life. Thank you for your time, this time, and until next time, so long for just a while. Yo, Yo ho, bitches. What?